0: Hey, what's up, and welcome to another episode of Serious Issues. We are a weekly comic book podcast, usually coming out of Sydney, but this week I'm coming out of Melbourne. My name is Andrew Levins. Not with me this week is my regular co host Siobhan Coombs. She's stuck in Sydney while I'm on tour, living it up, doing the good life with uh, a bunch of washed up 90s bands. Uh, I've, uh, I've played a few shows this weekend in New Zealand and Melbourne with the Venga Boys, uh, plus Crystal Waters, Tina Cousins. Uh, and a whole bunch of people that, frankly, should have comics made about them. Because they've all lived interesting and colourful lives. Uh, but I managed to pick up most of my comics in the last week. Uh, there's, there's a few notable exceptions, but we, could, we might be able to get to them next week. Um, on Serious Issues, if this is the first episode you've been listening to, uh, we review pretty much every comic that comes out every week. Uh, sometimes that can range between 30 and 50, 60 comics a week. It's a fun activity for us to do. Uh, and, of course, all the comics uh, uh, come from King's Comics in Sydney. Uh, which you can visit at kingscomics.com. Now, it's helping me out, review uh, at least the uh, the first issues. We usually start every episode with a segment called First Things First, in which we re- review all of the brand new number ones that came out this week. Uh, and joining me, a very special guest uh, from a podcast that I'm a big fan of called The Weekly Planet, uh, Nick Mason, uh, co-host of that podcast, and tram driver to the stars.
1: Hey, mate, it's great to be here. Uh, um, there's a, You know what, there's a lot to unpack in that in that first <laughs> That that first big paragraph right there. First of all, you went straight into it. There was no sound test. There was no. Oh, I mean, you were a professional. Your
0: your podcast, Weekly Planet, has had you're, you're well into the hundreds. Yes, I'm pretty sure you're capable of holding a microphone.
1: I've done it. I've just <laughs> you're looked at it. Checked. I'm still doing it. Still I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it. You're fine. Uh, you're absolutely right. They all should have their own comic books. That would be great. You remember that Kiss comic book where Gene Simmons could breathe fire and. Dude,
0: a-, a Kiss comic came out last week. What? <laughs> yeah. I had to read it. Do they, uh, have,
1: do they have different powers no, than their original incarnations no, or is it the same powers? The
0: thing about I read an entire issue of a Kiss comic and Kiss aren't even fucking in it.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Who is in it?
0: Uh, it's about a bunch of kids in a future society in which Kiss are, like, weird mythical figures that nobody talks about. That kind of look, sounds a lot better than it was. Look, I, but... can,
1: I can imagine a future where nobody talks about Kiss. <laughs> but I can't imagine... <laughs> it's called being... 2016. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Siobhan, if you are listening to this, um, I don't know as much as you about comic books, but... Um... No, actually, I can't enter that sentence. I don't okay. have anything. <laughs> I don't know as much as you, so we'll see how this goes. But
0: But you... Certainly no at one point in your life, you did know a whole ton about comics. Oh,
1: absolutely. If, if I had to do a special subject on like a, like a Mastermind-style TV show, it'd probably be like Superhero Origins from the 90s. Yeah. I think that would be... And
0: yeah. The Weekly Planet, you definitely hint on that, you know, every other episode. Oh, you, yeah. And you do like, you know, long looks at weird universes that existed only in comics oh, or weird yeah. incarnations of your favorite heroes. But The Weekly Planet is a is a show that's all about... You know, it, it definitely exists because of comics. Yes. But, it, you know, comics is so much more than comic books in a way yeah. now. So, you review all the latest movies. You talk about all the big news related to blockbusters and television. And, uh, you know, occasionally there's a little bit of comic book talk in there too. Absolutely, yeah. So...
1: If we can't avoid it, there's comic book talk. No, I... <laughs> no, I look, I've, I've been a huge fan uh, my whole life. But, yeah, it's some, sometimes it falls by the wayside. There's just... like, Like you said, every week there's... You can have twenty number ones, number yeah. one issues. It's a, it's a, it's a mountain to climb. really. And
0: you're either in for like for, for everything, yep, or you're just not in it at all. Exactly, like, yeah. It, it's pretty. I I find it as someone that has a very addictive personality when it comes uh-huh. to collecting stuff and 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 being a part of a culture with comic books. I mean, I I, I just my, my list just grows and grows and grows yes. even without this show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can understand why people are like, oh, fucking no more. Right, I'm, exactly, out. I'm yeah. out for a while. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I've said before. I think that. Every, every six months, I'll be like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick a book. It's going to be my book. It's mm-hmm. gonna, maybe, maybe it'll be like an image comic. There won't be a whole universe and I'll just collect it every month. It'll be incredible. Like that'll, be, that'll, I'll, and that'll be my way back in. And, but it will be in, like, an, like an image comic or an indie and I'll get the first two issues and then five months will pass and there'll be no, <laughs> there'll be no follow-up. And I'm like, well, you, you, you've lost me. <laughs> I'm looking the... at you, The Infinite Vacation. I don't know if you remember. I don't even read that one. Was oh, that one? Was, it, was, um, it was a universe in which there was an app it was an image comic. There was an app where you could trade lives with a parallel version of yourself. Oh, cool! And the guy, uh, the, the the protagonist, he discovered that all his parallel universe versions were being murdered, and it was kind of this this. Fun little murder mystery across parallel universes, but then...
0: that was never finished?
1: It was finished after about, like, three years or something. Right. Like, six issues over.
0: Yeah, the, the writer changed positions with a different version of himself. Yes, exactly. That's the, right. And, and the, the guy that he slept yeah. with never, didn't take up the slack. That's right. Um, so, what comics have you kept up with or you know, r- read in the last year or so? Are there oh,
1: any? Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, if I had my iPad here. Because I've gone digital now. Yeah, I um, understand. Yeah, uh, I was a big fan of uh, the Big Trouble in Little China uh comic books and the there was a recent uh versus Escape from New York. Which is incredible. Yeah, I was a big fan of that one. Yeah. Surprised
0: at how great that was. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You do a little segment at the end of your, of, of each show. what are very
1: we... professionally named, what, what we're reading, what we're going to read. And I think it changes names. M- more often
0: can... than not, it's not about reading. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, well, reading's for nerds, so... <laughs> On that note, yep.
0: <laughs> first things first, um, is the segment in which we re- review all of the new number ones that came out in the last week, and we've got about seven here this yeah. week.
1: This this segment actually nearly ended before it began, because I, I came here last night at the Witching Owl to your hotel to grab these, and... I was driving home and I thought, you know what? I'll grab myself a grab myself a bottle of Coca-Cola. Just a, just that sweet sticky page ruining material. And I got home and I put the comic books on the desk and I put the Coke on the desk and I'm like, "You won't fool me, Coca-Cola. I I know your type. You're going <laughs> to you've been bouncing around in my car for 15 minutes." And so I cracked it open with the precision of a surgeon and it was fine. And I and I opened the comic books and I took a sip and I popped it down on the desk and then I put my attention and then I heard some fizzing and it just volcanoed up. Whoa. And I just had to sweep everything <laughs> off the desk and just... Well, and good. there was this moment of like childhood horror where I'm like, I've, bur- I've borrowed my mate's comics and, I've, <laughs> and I've, I'm, I've ruined them. What do I do? And then I'm like, oh wait, no, I'm an adult. I can just I can just buy them again. I don't, but they were fine, so it's okay. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of would love if like you were like, yeah,
0: half of this comic was good. The other half was... I don't know. Glued together. <laughs> yeah, who's, who's to say? So we have uh, two new Marvel books, or they're annuals. So, Mm. one's an annual, one's a brand new book. Uh, We've got two new issues of DC stuff, and uh, a Valiant comic and a Dynamite comic. So uh, we usually start with the kind of bigger, the bigger, bigger number ones. Sure, okay. We've got a few big ones from Marvel and DC. So this begins the discussion. Yeah, that you asked me a minute ago, and I Uh, said
1: save it for the goddamn podcast. That's right. Yeah. So my question was, uh, do you have do you have an inherent bias, maybe from your childhood, over, over do you prefer Marvel or DC? And and further to that, I I put this to you, sir. Do people on the internet or, or fans of your podcast perceive that you have a bias? Because I'm like I, I've grown up on on all the whole lot, but just make like, I
0: guess your heart belongs to DC.
1: It might, yeah, yeah, but but because you know we've had so many Marvel movies and just a couple of DC movies, and the Marvel movies have been pretty great, mm-hmm. cons, you know, fairly consistently, and maybe the DC ones haven't often people are like well you're just a marvel fanboy you know but i you know i, I you know what i'm i'm am a dc and marvel fanboy i just wish those dc movies were better like totally. with all my heart i went in going i gosh this this i hope this one's good cuz i can show it to people who don't like this sort of stuff and be like no it's a, it's a great one look
0: and if you asked me this question a year ago i would have said yeah i've have got no love for dc at
1: uh-huh. all yep. lately uh-huh.
0: um, but rebirth has actually brought brought some brought brought out a, a few great titles like right Batman's as good as it's been in a long while. Like oh. I, I, I that Snyder run lost me towards the end. Yep um, Superman is fantastic. The okay, the Peter Tomasi and Patrick Leeson run. Um, Wonder Woman, Greg Rucka Wonder Woman's great. The um, Tim Seeley Nightwing is great. Great. Okay, um, and then I actually really enjoyed uh, the the couple of DC books this week too. But Same. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, and I, whereas Marvel. Like, Civil War 2 is the pits. It I've heard It is as I've good as bad an event things. can be. Yeah. Sorry, as bad as an event can be. I'm <laughs> glad i invented that. I was like, oh no,
1: <laughs> he's, he's using funny fan slang. <laughs> I don't know. The pits? Is that... Oh no. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the Lazarus pits. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah they great, It's, aren't they? it's brought yeah.
0: events back to life. That's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, um, Civil War 2 is so bad, and Marvel uh, making a few decisions that I'm not 100% behind, but that said, they also in spite of all of the great titles that Rebirth have given us, they're, Marvel are far and away the most progressive.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: storytelling, yep. characters. They do make as many mistakes as DC make, but there are, yep. they're, I think, at the end of the day, better titles coming out of Marvel.
1: I think, and also, what I, I've often thought about Marvel, they're progressive without making a big deal about it. We, you'll take, like, maybe The Runaways or, uh, like, New Avengers or something like that, and they'll have a character who's gay, and they're not like, hey, everyone, check this out. They'll just they'll just put it in yeah. and people will discover it on their own. Like I remember when the last time DC rebooted. You know what? That's when it, that's when I love that's when I lose my love for DC is when they reboot every five to ten years. And yeah, it yeah. feels to be increasing. Well,
0: didn't say, rebirth wasn't such a reboot, as well, it was just a fix up of how yeah, fucked New Fifty Two was. That's
1: right. They were like, Okay, we're gonna bring back this last ten years that we we ruined for you. Yeah. But I like when the last time they I think in New Fifty Two they were like, Hey everyone, guess what? Press release, one of our characters is gay. They've always been gay. This is this an amazing revelation, Mm. and people like oh my like and and it ended up being like Alan Grant from Earth Two. Yeah, it was it was Alan Scott. It was the first green. Yeah, it was the first green. The the, first green writer. That's right. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, surprise everyone. Yeah, surprise (laughs) wife and kids. (laughs) Surprise Um, Alan Grant. But yeah, (laughs) I'm wait. what? Oh, okay. That's all right. But yeah, like people like the 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 press were like, oh, maybe it's going to be Superman. Maybe it's going to be Batman. No, it's not because you they won't sell any lunch boxes to to Middle America with that with that attitude. So yeah, we're just like, oh, okay, it's a. it's a it's an old legacy character that they've shunted off into a parallel universe. So who cares, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, but I mean now that the, you know that the the climate of stories just get written about anything. Yep. So like, I more people read comic book press than they read comic books. That's probably true. So yeah. like, something will happen that yep. won't be made a big deal of in the actual comic, but yep. then it will become a big deal because of the hundred or so comic book websites that need those clicks. That's true. Yeah. Making it. Making it a massive deal mm-hmm. or, or like, you know One little comment Made in an interview Will suddenly become Like a massive Like, you know Greg Rucker Just kind of being like Well, yeah Like, of course Wonder Woman is queer
1: Yeah, like, that's right Absolutely like, right, yeah that,
0: like, so, like, I read that And I was like, cool But yeah. instead that became like
1: Wonder Woman's gay
0: now Like, yeah Yeah, yeah. It's a very different time To re- to read comics And and, uh, and journalism about it Isn't it though? Yeah hmm. mm. So yeah, my I, I definitely My heart I guess belongs <laughs> to DC uh-huh. um, In that you know that the, my intro to comics was that trilogy of uh, of uh, sorry Trinity of uh-huh. um, of Year One, yeah, um, sure, absolutely. Killing Joke and Dark Knight re- yeah. Returns, mm-hmm. um, but. I think I like Marvel overall these better these okay, days. Sure, yep. mm-hmm. I mean in part of how great Marvel Studios is doing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like at the at their very core, at least they can always just make a movie that you don't want to walk out of. Which that's DC very true, has not yeah. done yet. And yeah, that's right. Like, that's the ultimate test. Like yeah. I'd like, yeah. I, for my other podcast, Hey Fam, we did uh, a commentary for the extended version of Batman. We Bissou, did too. Man. man. Yeah. That is ju- that was so difficult, and now that's what that's one of our most popular episodes. Yes, yeah.
1: the last twenty minutes of that is just like I went in going, look, maybe I'll I haven't seen it since it was out at the cinema. Maybe I'll find something new to like about it. I like, like some of the action sequences. Why not? And then I'm just like the last fifteen minutes is just me going, I hate this. Why did I? <laughs> why did it? it's so long? Why did I do this? But I, look, I've, I've sort of made a rule. I'm, I'm not going to hate on them anymore. What's done is done. They're in the past. Yeah. But God, Suicide Squad was boring. Was um, so well, boring. We're
0: now being forced to do a, a commentary for the extended version of that.
1: Probably us too. <laughs>
0: podcasting, everyone. Uh,
1: welcome to the welcome to the podcasting stunt treadmill. <laughs> we, we can't get off it.
0: It's our it's our version of clickbait. Yeah, that's right. Um, but you know, I saw Doctor Strange the other night, and we actually just put up an episode which is like kind of, we did it with event cinemas who, uh-huh. who invited us to the, to the opening, um, where we kind of just talk to punters as they leave uh-huh. the cinema. We can only include the positive stuff because right, it's sure. more event cinemas. So, I mean, what a sellout! Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, th- that said, the the kind of fan that goes to an opening night generally only has nice things to oh, absolutely, say, yeah. and that was particularly disheartening when they asked us to do one for Suicide Squad. because yeah. <laughs> I left that and I saw Shivan, I was like, oh my god, this is going to be really difficult because that was an unapologetically terrible movie. Sure, yeah. And then everyone was like, it was amazing, like, and I was like, oh no, this is <laughs> this is worse than having to try and turn right. some shit into something good. Everyone's yeah, right. being way too positive on this, but Doctor Strange for it has it's a flawed movie for sure uh-huh. in in many parts, and it's you know slow and blah blah, but it's still it's. Immensely watchable, great at the very least, um, and the superhero movies should at least be that.
1: Oh, definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, on to comics. Enough, enough movie talk. Ugh. What is this? The Weekly Planet? Ugh. Ugh. Um, I had enough of those guys. Do you Ugh. want to start with DC or Marvel?
1: Uh, let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's go with the top of the stack. Let's go with, with Marvel. Okay, yeah. so
0: Marvel, we got a, uh, a Punisher Annual. We do, yeah. This um, is.
1: I, I don't know any of the artists or, or writers' names. I think you, you, so you're well across. that. Jerry
0: Conway is uh, the current writer of Deadpool. He's responsible yep, for uh-huh. kind of writing a Deadpool comic that's, that's good a, That's the name I
1: recognise. That He's a veteran of the industry, Jerry Conway. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, um, I, I think, you know, he's, he's, a, he's doing great stuff uh, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, in lots of books. He did a great book for um, the Secret Worlds, Battle World Crossovers. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, I think I'm fucking up his name, hold on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's Gary Conway. You know, like, like Giff and
0: Jiff. I think I'm thinking of Jerry Duggan. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Who's Jerry Conway, everybody? I fucked it up. Let's find out. Jerry Conway is, yeah, he's not who I was thinking about at all. Oh, he's oh wow, Jerry Conway is the guy who created Vigilante.
1: There we go.
0: Oh. Who we're going to review the yeah. first issue of their new series later that's as right. well. I I so that name. okay, I'm glad we looked this up. Otherwise, I, I would have to like <laughs> edit it. So it's just like, and now we're going to review P- Punisher and just no mention of yeah, the creators right, yeah. whatsoever. So yeah, it was written by Jerry Conway. Who yeah, you're right, is an absolute veteran of uh, of the industry. Has written a long run on uh um he he, he scripted the death of Gwen Stacy yeah, and Amazing right. Spider Man. Um, so yeah, this is actually. I, I I was. I didn't think it felt like a Jerry Duggan comic at all, because <laughs> Jerry Duggan is great at humor and, uh-huh. and that kind of stuff. This is a,
1: No, there's some funny moments in this. I can't think of any off the top <laughs> of my head.
0: Um, so the art on this is by Felix Ruiz. Mm-hmm. Ruiz. Um, we're, we're very adept at mispronouncing names. Oh, on, great. on This podcast, you have to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a. Uh, it's, it's set outside of the continuity that we're seeing in the re- regular Punisher comic that's mm-hmm. being written at the moment. By Becky Cloonan and uh, drawn by the late great Steve Dillon. Oh ah, yeah, it's going to be the last series that mm-hmm. he worked on. Um,
1: He's, he was better than ever. I feel like oh the man, last, yeah.
0: The, on this series, like yeah. and we we said we said as much as a week before he he, he passed away. Yep. we were like, man, this is the best his arts ever. Yeah, looked. right. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I I was wondering if this is going to tie into the current kind of story, uh-huh. but it doesn't at all. This it's is a very, standalone, very this separate is, story. Yeah,
1: this does feel like very much like an annual in the sense that. They've taken a bit of a left turn. It's not from the perspective of the Punisher. It's from the perspective of a cop on the edge. Yeah. Because what, what Marvel cop is not on the edge? <laughs> uh, and he's sort of following the Punisher's... He, he's he's in the Punisher's wake of destruction. And he's sort of... He's... Uh, he's uh, in, he's doing a bit of solo investigating for, for some for a reason that we we, we learn later on. Yeah, he's he, after he's a man called Nikki,
0: avenging somebody. Yeah, avenging that's the death right. Of yeah. Somebody close to him, uh-huh. um, just like Frank Castle does every yeah. single second of his life. That's right. Yeah, um, I think a lot of I've read a lot of great Punisher books that are not told from the Punisher's perspective. Uh-huh, I think yep. that there is a relatively limited amount you can do with the character of Frank yeah. Castle from his perspective.
1: Yeah, and and from from the perspective of someone else, it's it, I always find it fun to see him as just this unstoppable monster. Mm. This kind of he's he's just he comes out of the shadows and he is has an unstoppable arsenal and you know just 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 a, the fear of the people around him and the and the, the wonder and the Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, Greg Rucker's very underrated Punisher run from uh-huh. a few years ago actually didn't even use the Punisher Frank Castle uh-huh. as the protagonist. Yep. It was told from most of it was told from the point of view of a um a, a girl who's husband and pretty much entire family is killed by a gang on their wedding day uh-huh. and so she looks like she's set to follow in the in the punishers right, footsteps uh-huh. which kind of has parallels to this story definitely too. yeah um yeah i thought this was a, a a great little story with um pretty awesome art i particularly loved the um it's like a halloween party so it's, it's, yes. like, it's like the Punisher halloween story so there's uh-huh. a, a halloween ball that uh is about to be taken down by Oh, is this, is that, yeah? There are basically criminals that are going to rob everybody and kill everybody at the uh, at the Halloween ball, mm-hmm. and one of them is dressed up in like a suit with a Galactus helmet, <laughs> which I really enjoyed. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think there is something to be said about just like a a really great annual that 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 you know tells a story in you know thirty pages or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. One, one, I love a one and done. So this is a Same, perfect, yeah. perfect comic mm-hmm. to give to you for this.
1: And and it's yeah, I I enjoy a one and done, or you can just it's it's not set any particular continuity. You can just be like. I enjoy this board. It is that being said, I am not a big fan. Like this art is, I am enjoying this art, but at the same time, I am not a fan of sleeveless Punisher t-shirt. <laughs> I know he's got some great guns there, but I don't. like metaphorically and literally, no, I but I. But it, it, I cannot take him seriously. Put a coat on him. You put a coat on him. Yeah, put a nice leather jacket. Mm. Uh, put a Hawaiian shirt on him, even depending on where he is. Uh, also. Holding that gun sideways, we stopped doing that in like 2004.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, in, in in the book's defense, Jerry Conway is like 100
1: years old. I guess so. And he, yeah, he's like okay, okay, panel direction.
0: And he does put in some um some racial tones and themes in mm, this book. And yeah. N- normally, when you see an older writer do that, they're always doing it for the right reasons. But sometimes it's a little bit he- or a lot heavy handed. Sure. And I yeah. felt like actually it was quite. Well done in this book. Agreed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have. Uh, I'm not sure of the nationality of the of the cop. I think Middle Eastern. Yeah, he's um, Middle Eastern American, I think. Um, yeah. and uh, he basically has so much to prove, and 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 his father before him mm. because of his background.
1: Yeah, we see uh, we see some flashbacks in this sort of interspersed in which is sort of uh, he's discussing with his father, you know, what it means to be a cop, and how you know how how far do you cross the line, kind of thing to 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 serve justice. Yeah, which is. The decision The Punisher makes every day, is I also
0: love The Punisher killing someone at point-blank range at a Halloween party surrounded by trick-or-treating children. Yeah, it's good, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's an image that I definitely (laughs) needed to see this Halloween. So, happy Halloween, everybody. Uh, Yeah, a great uh, great issue of The Punisher Mm -hmm. by uh, Jerry Conway and Felix Ruiz. Mm. Um, So, an actual new number one, a brand new series of Doctor Strange. There's already a Doctor Strange comic uh, coming out at Marvel at the moment, written by Jason Aaron. Um, with art by Chris Pacello, which we love. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was kind of a slow start, but now it's one of the best comics Marvel putting out. Right. Of course it is. Jason Aaron is great. Uh, this one is written... It's called Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer is Supreme. And Actually,
1: you no, know, just, just, I just had a thought earlier about The Punisher, just, if we could go back. Of to course,
0: that. yeah. Well, that's what we do on this podcast. Uh,
1: the one thing that you've given us... It felt kind of light on content for an annual. Right, Like there wasn't enough Like when I think of an annual Like especially a Punisher an- annual I think Give me some like Tech schematics of the battle van Up the back Give me a Give me like a Give me like a Like a backup story Where the Punisher is teaching Microchip Like how to do Kung Fu Or something
0: Like a four pager Yeah, like a yeah or give me... I love that, 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 that There was none of that accompanying stuff in this
1: oh, Okay fine <laughs> well, how, well Let me Let me sell you on this How about a backup story Where the Punisher Is that time He was an angel because it's a spooky Halloween issue yeah, that's true. Have you ever
0: re- read that run? I've read some of it Yeah, me too I've never actually read the whole thing It's it's it's, it's atrocious
1: Yeah, I don't know where it was going to go I can't remember Didn't they just I think in Punisher Max They just went He just came back as regular Punisher And he just said I had a weird couple of months I can't remember what yeah, happened exactly. And yeah, I'm yeah, back yeah. And there was never uh, any That was,
0: wasn't was actually in Punisher Max That's in the Steve Dillon and Garth Kar- Ennis run before Oh, right, gotcha Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Punisher Max is a parallel universe
1: it's all so clear to me now. <laughs> yeah, and there was a there was a there was a Punisher Wolverine uh, crossover. The the art was incredible and it was it was Punisher, Angel Punisher, but uh Oh right. Yeah, I didn't read that one. You probably don't have to You probably don't have to go <laughs> the, Ni- the
0: Marvel hey. Knight stuff Is, is by, the b- by the by Mostly great yep. but Yeah That's like the one Kind of big blemish on it Right yeah <laughs> uh, So Doctor Strange And the Sorcerer Supreme Is a new number one uh, Written by Robbie Thompson mm-hmm. Who uh, is writing The Spidey comic Okay um, yeah Which is called Spidey over at Marvel yep. It's about like The early years of Spider-Man Um, He's writing Silk, another Spider Man stuff as Mm -hmm. well, which I've been up and down with. Um, He actually's gotten way too fantasy driven with that comic, which I think doesn't suit the kind of street level Spider Hero stuff at all. Um, But, you know, given his obviously, you know, desire to do a lot of high fantasy stuff, it's Mm -hmm. perfect to give him a Doctor Strange comic. Absolutely, yeah. Um, It's drawn by one of my favorite Marvel staple artists, um, Javier Rodriguez, and Mm -hmm. this explains why he has not been doing Spider Woman for the last few weeks, months. Uh huh. Um, and inked by um Alvaro Lopez. Um,
1: this is some of this in terms of Marvel. This is some of the highest fantasy because we've got appearance by the great Merlin the magician. Yeah. So yeah. this
0: is a again a completely different story to uh, the regular Doctor Strange book going on right now. I'm not sure how many issues this is going to last for, mm-hmm. but um, it does continue that um, uh, there's very little magic in Doctor Strange's world, so he's of limited power. Um, mm-hmm, yeah. In in the regular Doctor Strange book, basically he's he's all the magic from Earth is left. I see, and he's like just gathering all these like weird, tiny, magical little you know, artifacts, t- and artifacts and then and, and using the magic from those to uh-huh. get by. But you know, all of his enemies—Baron Mordo, Nightmare, uh-huh. Dormammu, um, and uh, the daughter of Satan—have all come to like basically put, like prey on him now that they know he's weak. Huh.
1: So they're all still at full power. I noticed mean, yep. in this, all we've got, we've got some. Uh, We've got some characters old and new in this, and they all still seem to be at full power. Is that because they're, they're from different timelines, yeah, time streams? Yeah, right. So this okay. is a
0: this is a crazy comic. Yeah, um, right. I am not a fan of using Merlin in any form <laughs> of media.
1: What about that time Iron Man and Doctor Doom went back and they, they went back in time and they hung out with Morgan Le Fay and, and remember, remember that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, no, nightmare.
0: I mean, like, yeah, I kind of like. He can be used well. I just like I, yeah. I'm like this comic's got Merlin, and I'm like, oh god damn it! Like, <laughs> and you always talk, um, your co-host, Mister Sunday Movies. Yeah, uh, will uh, always give updates on uh, the Transformers movies.
1: Oh sure, on, yeah, uh, that's on, right. On because they out. will never stop coming.
0: But apparently, Merlin is a character
1: in Transformers now. In Transformers Five, he will be. I yeah, he fuck needs that. Like, I don't know, and I don't know. Uh, there's gonna be because every every Transformers movie they've decided needs some sort of artifact. That everybody has. Cause it's it's just, uh, every 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 Transformers movie is just a treasure hunt at this point. Mm. So, we say, you probably know there's a whole bunch of artefacts out there. Just gather them all up. Gather them all up in the one movie. In day. one movie. Yeah. It? But then
0: what do they do after that?
1: Probably Transformers. Just, oh, I've,
0: I've lost one of the artefacts.
1: <laughs> oh, no. It was right in my... Po- oh, and then I went down that highway.
0: So, yeah, Merlin's in this Doctor Strange book. Yeah. Um, but basically, um, I don't know, some shit's going crazy in Merlin's... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know Merlin's time or Merlin's this dimension. Yeah, right. And he basically needs to call upon as many Sorcerer's Supreme as mm. he was it. Sorcerer, sorcerer. It is Sorcerer, sorcerer supreme. supreme
1: attorneys general. So yeah, cool. Yeah. alright, cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Sorcerer Supreme um, as possible. So even though he pulls the um, you know power depleted Doctor Strange out, you've also got like a,
1: the future version of Wiccan, who is who is the future who, Sorcerer Supreme, which and, means and, something happened to Doctor Strange and, that he won't
0: reveal. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, oh, there was some. There were some really great characters in this. Um, uh, fucking <laughs> Sir Isaac Newton oh, yes. is, is, is a sorcerer supreme. That's right. Yep. Huh. <laughs> um, and it's like this, yeah, you know, crazy timeline jumping, uh, magical kind of super group taking on yeah. enormous demons uh-huh. with beautiful art by Javier Rodriguez. Agreed. Uh, um, I love Javier Rodriguez. It's just his, his facial work, and I love it when you let him go crazy and draw all these ridiculous monsters
1: uh it's just just free reign the marvel way just just draw a giant monster just go nuts do yeah, whatever yeah, you yeah, want yeah. yeah yeah i've i've realized in coming onto this podcast that most of the time when i talk about a, a comic book i'm just like so the art is good like i don't have to <laughs>
0: well i mean that means that when something's bad you'll just won't yeah, say that it's good oh uh, there we go and then okay, people know. excellent uh yeah I, th- I think this is a this is a I mean, if, if any of the books that you read the first issue of Got you hooked on like Oh, maybe I'll get the second issue of this I've, mm-hmm. I'm taking a guess that maybe it would be this one
1: yeah, I think so, yeah yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it certainly wouldn't be some of the ones further down the stack <laughs> I don't know about that Looking oh, forward so to much. hearing
0: your take on Wolf Cop <laughs> <sighs> Uh yeah, so Doctor Strange number one of uh Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm definitely gonna be continuing on with this.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting actually for me that given that Doctor Strange is out now, they've decided to do a take that is so unlike the movie version. Mm. Like I, I generally like I the general strategy has always seemed to be make a make the movie version and if that's popular. Make the comic version oh, even more like Marvel.
0: Never do that. Yeah, Marvel yeah. have like like you know, Thor is currently a woman. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Iron Man is now also,
1: also a woman. But, oh,
0: and and Doctor Doom.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah uh, and uh, what else are they like? You know, Captain America is a.
1: He's oh, the Falcon and well, he's
0: and, and a Hydra-controlled Captain America. That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know they're all they're, everything. They love fucking up their heroes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But um, you know, actually, of all the heroes, I probably Doctor Strange is the closest to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I guess that's most, probably most true. Of the yeah, of the movie, yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, this is, a, this is a good comic, and uh, it's good to see. I mean, I remember when they did it when the first Thor comic came out, the first Thor movie came out, there were like four Thor comics on the stands. That's right, yeah. Um, And unfortunately, we lost the best one, the one by, uh, who's the the Mighty Thor or something like that, and it was by Roger Langridge and and Chris Sumney. It only lasted like seven or eight issues, but that was like a brilliant all-ages Thor comic. Um, Hopefully, this Doctor Strange second comic, hopefully the world can, I think there might even be a third coming too, so hopefully the world can uh, have this much Doctor Strange in our lives.
1: Doctor Strange goes tropical. (laughs) <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Uh we'll be talking about the Doctor Strange movie in length on uh, on Hayfam very soon and I'm sure Mesa will do so on uh Now we'll probably skip run. it.
1: Yeah. I've had enough. It. I've had enough of these <laughs> bloody movies. Make some sense. I'm going to make a
0: a, a, a a prediction best movie ever.
1: Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> we have a uh, for, for for um Serious issues, listeners. Our our rating system is only best movie ever or worst movie ever because there's no room for nuance on the internet. Oh well, should we
0: do this for these? Uh, oh sure, yeah, let's so, do it. So Punisher annual.
1: Yeah, okay, best comic ever. And uh, Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange also best comic ever. Oh, wow, that's great. Yeah, yeah, two out of two.
0: Uh, we've got stacks of more Marvel books coming up later in the show um, that I will be reviewing on my lonesome and going crazy in my own head. Have you ever Correct. hosted a podcast by yourself? No I It's uh, it's cleansing <laughs> Yes <laughs> um, Can I got- sit around Or will you kick me out
1: Oh you can sit around you Okay can, great You sit around And keep going okay. if you like Yeah sure I'll um, be like Looks good <laughs> no, one, no one loaned me a copy So I don't know Could be good I don't
0: know Um so uh, yeah, I'll be reviewing um, most most excitingly the uh, the final co- issue of the Vision by mm-hmm. Tom King and yep. Gabriel. Have you, have you heard about this Vision run?
1: He's got two kids now, right? That's yeah, all yeah, I know. Yeah, He's yeah. a struggling a single dad. It's, oh wait, yeah, it's it's, it's a family it's, man.
0: It's, it's firing away like it'll it's top three comic of the year. Wow, probably best Marvel comic in quite okay. some time. Highly is it recommended. Ending,
1: is it ending because it is the end of the run? Or is yes. It? Okay, correct. Cool.
0: Tom King is also now exclusive to um, to DC, mm-hmm. but he did he was able to tell the like you, it's a perfect
1: end, right? Because I've heard there is an excellent Mockingbird. Series, yes, uh, out currently that we, has ended at love, eight. Yep, and I don't has I don't know if it's ended on a no.
0: It it was able to end brilliantly. Okay, but you can tell that she knew that. The series ending, so she just threw the entire fucking kitchen. Sink oh, okay, got you. Yeah, right, yeah. Okay, um, right. She's a great writer, Chelsea Kane. Unfortunately, a lot of horrible uh, press about her. That's in what the, I've in heard. Yeah, couple, well, yeah. not so much press about her. press, press about her has been great, but mm-hmm. the those goddamn alt right MRA dickheads oh, uh, had, just, took, got her in got her in their sights. And it,
1: uh, yeah, it always it always fascinates me, especially fans of superheroes who will just then. Do you not get the the core con- conceit of being a superhero? You- Captain America probably wouldn't go on the internet and threaten somebody with death because yeah they didn't like their comic book cover or whatever, you know? Yeah, it's mm. so awful. Yeah, um,
0: but yeah, um, hopefully Chelsea Kane gets another Marvel series. Absolutely, or, or DC. I mean, like she's a great writer. In fact, that whole team that worked in that book it was is one of our favorite teams in the right, too. So. Okay. Hopefully they get some kind of project mm-hmm. Maybe even an image book That you can read the first issue, two issues of
1: <laughs> Great um,
0: So uh, over to DC now We've mm-hmm. got uh, two of Three f- number one issues um, Although two of them are the first issue After a rebirth issue and, Okay, uh, sure, yeah Rebirth. So they basically they put out a rebirth issue Which is actually the first issue Then they do the numbers They're trying to basically make <laughs> as much money off this as Everyone's like Well, how come DC are thrashing Marvel Yeah, right In sales yeah. like, Because of this stupid ploy they've done <laughs> <laughs> They're very good Yeah um, But, you know, they've only had to be this stupidly competitive because of Marvel's double shipping and, uh, you know, higher cover price to begin with. That's why Marvel destroyed DC in the first (laughs) place. Uh, So, would you like to make a choice? Would you like to talk about Vigilante, Teen Titans, or Batman Beyond first? Let's talk about Batman Beyond. Are you a fan of the TV series?
1: No, I was a massive fan of the Bat- uh, Batman: The Animated Series, and I would say
0: every single pop culture podcast host is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you, you can't get a podcasting license without being. a <laughs> yeah, <fan. that's> right. <laughs> They'll ask you about that episode of with, with Clock King in it. <laughs> they'll ask. they how he got away. He he fell on the train. The train was late, so he leaped. He fell on the back of the train and he escaped. Did you have you have you watched uh, Batman: and Brave and the Bold? No, people tell me it's great though it's Excellent and uh-huh.
0: that's, like the, that's the cartoon that I can't wait to show my son in. Uh-huh. Like, he's, He likes cartoons He yep. likes Batman He does not like on-screen violence Or action uh-huh. of any kind yep. Like hated 20 minutes into the Lego movie No, turn it off, turn it <laughs> off It was like too kind of I guess yep. frantically fast-paced and uh-huh. Spooky
1: So how does the Brave and the Bold differ from I don't know well, I mean like I have to wait a little bit while. Oh, sure, yeah, sure yeah, It's yeah, still yeah, a while Him yeah.
0: uh-huh. you know, him him being, him having the stones big enough Yeah, to, uh, that's right to, yeah. To watch, watch Yeah
1: <laughs> Uh,
0: but Batman Beyond was the uh, series that Bruce Timm, um, one of the people behind Batman the Animated Series, kind of pitched as a younger... He was kind of forced to pitch a yeah. younger Batman. They, they, they said that, uh, you know, Batman the Animated Series, kids couldn't imagine themselves as an old man being, you know, as, a, as an adult being Batman. So they needed to have a, a kid version of Batman. Right, okay, sure. So Batman Beyond is set... Uh, yeah,
1: it's been... The last 50 years, it's been impossible for kids to imagine themselves yeah. being Batman, you know? God, it's just... Uh, you know? So yeah,
0: that, that Batman Beyond was was an answer to that mm-hmm. um, It's set however many years into the future With yep. uh, Bruce Wayne still alive However, he's retired as Batman And is teaching a young kid named Terry McGinnis To mm-hmm. be the Batman in his absence This Batman can fly He can fly, yeah um,
1: Cloaking device maybe, is that in there? Yeah the, so, the, same, yeah. All the kind of
0: Just like, you know, bizarre future technology Yeah, whatever
1: you need uh, By... At about the same time the cartoon came out There was also Ultimate Spider-Man mm. Which is where he... he Took a spaceship to Counter Earth, and he also got a Batman Beyond style super suit where he could fly and turn invisible. And it's not not, great. Not, <laughs> not 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 as beloved. As yeah, Batman exactly. Beyond. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: so this is um, the, the, I think during New Fifty Two, the Batman Beyond series is all about Tim Drake mm-hmm. taking the mantle yep. of Batman in that uh, that series. But Terry McGuinness I didn't read that, so I don't know how, uh-huh. the, how how this happened. But Terry McGinnis is now in the mantle. What happened to Tim Drake?
1: This is future Tim Drake. One assumes.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Okay, right. You know, cool. Yeah, fuck, I don't know. Who's to say? Who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, this, uh, the the rebirth issue basically revealed that there are a team of jokers, spelled like a, a crew yep. of, of motley dudes named the Jokers, mm-hmm. who uh, rule rule Gotham. Mm-hmm. And uh, hit this Terry McGinnis is back as Batman. Apparently, Bruce Wayne is is dead. Yeah, um, but the Jokers have the original Joker, and they're trying to revive him.
1: That was a throwaway in there. Yeah, Bruce Wayne's dead. It's, <laughs> Terry's back. It's fine. You, my daddy's dead. It's, yeah. Uh, Mm.
0: Yeah. So, uh, what do you think of this? Thing? I know you're better at doing plot details. I've already told from you you, you doing one <laughs>
1: when I'm forced into doing it. Yeah. yeah. Look, uh, you know what? It had a, it had a lot of shades of The Dark Knight Returns in this, mm. like plot wise. But there's also some little sort of meanwhile cutaways that where we see we see some crime happening in Gotham City. This kind of little the Joker's just sort of, and I, I'm like, oh, that's that's very. That is very Dark Knight Returns, and in uh, fact,
0: the, the, the Joker's gang members use dialogue similar to the mutants in Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. They say "slice and dice."
1: Oh, yes, that's right, we "slice and dice." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, uh, we've got we've got uh, Terry McGuinness. He's he's back in the saddle, but he's definitely out of his depth. He's sort of he's assuming that the 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 super strength and the flight and the etcetera are going to you know they're going to they're gonna pave his way, but he's out of the game. He's out of the game, and these these guys have on the city, and they're they, they, they know what they're doing crime wise. You know what I mean.
0: So as someone that has never watched an episode, or you know, has, has maybe dabbled in, in the Batman Beyondiverse, uh-huh. uh, did this kind of pique your interest at all?
1: A little bit. I mean, I was I was a little lost in the woods in terms of who these characters are. We've got a brother. We've got a yeah. I don't know who these guys are. Lady. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm kind of going in fresh on this and just learning who they are. Yeah. Uh She should do issue. It's written by Dan Jurgens, who uh, has, um... is a, another you know long standing comic book writer. Yep. Um, most famous for doing a lot of. Uh, Post death of Superman stuff, I think. That's right, yeah. Um, but uh, he's also writing action comics at the moment, and uh-huh. and he, he's also is he he's not creator of Booster Gold, but he's responsible for some of the better known Booster. Oh, Gold sure, yeah, too. absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, but, some Beetle and Booster stuff would be, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he uh, he's actually like for an older writer doing DC stuff, like that was like my biggest criticism of the Rebirth <laughs> launch is like yep. you know, stop getting old writers to write young characters. This is actually pretty good. Okay, like from, from a dialogue yeah. point of view, it isn't ridiculous. Uh-huh. You know, when it's like you're a sixty year old man writing eighteen year olds. That's it, right. Yeah yeah, work. yeah,
1: yeah. Also, uh, I guess he's got the he he does have a he does have a, a crutch in terms of he can just give him any future slang. That's true. That he wants oh, there is a bizarre word like Everybody about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's not far off from a word that might exist. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, I,
1: I don't know. Into like they're bringing the Joker back. Does this version of does this version of uh, Terry McGuinness have any dealings with the Joker at all? I mean,
0: I think if you follow on from the cartoons, that was the return of the Joker. Return of the Joker, yeah. So maybe I don't know. Yeah, or
1: maybe this is a, a universe where that didn't happen. I guess yeah, we don't we knows. don't know yet. Uh, I don't know. I I, I love the I lo- I love the cover art especially. I'm not who's I don't know who's responsible for that, but that's oh, the problem with DC
0: books is that you have it's no it's very hard to find the. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Cover artist is... No, doesn't even say. Thanks, yeah, Casey. Well, that's
1: right. That's right. We know that Batman was created by Bob Kane, though. Okay, great. He's great. Always uh-huh. great. Um, oh, Bill Finger gets a... He gets a... Yeah, uh, yeah. Created by Batman now. Yeah, yeah. I created, he created Batman. That's <laughs>
0: yeah, okay, right. Uh, art, by, art by Bernard Chang on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, best comic ever or worst comic ever?
1: I'm going to say best comic ever. I like where it's going. <laughs> but again, I, I don't know if, if Terry McGuinness is going to have that... That intense rivalry, if, if they do end up bringing the Joker back, and why wouldn't they if the body's there? Mm. Then he's he's definitely not dead. If I can see the body, he's definitely not dead. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's going to have that intense rivalry, and I don't know. I mean, he's
0: just like the biggest threat that Batman ever faced. Now now, Batman Beyond has to face it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. liked the, uh, the the kind of Bane version of the Joker in this. It was, it was oh, very sure, much yeah, out yeah. of Arkham Asylum, the yeah, video game. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he's like a, a, a member of the Joker's crew that's using Venom to get all big. Uh-huh, yeah. Pretty fun.
1: Fun stuff. Mm, fun stuff.
0: Teen Titans, number one. Here we go. Uh, by Ryan Percy. Um, and
1: again, this this one's been a victim of the reboot insofar sorry, as... Sorry, Benjamin Percy. And is, John uh, Boy that's right. Insofar as... A lot of these... The last time I checked in on DC Comics, a lot of these characters were adults. Yep. Now they've been yes. They've been reverted to teens. I assume not in story, just as a result of, of a reboot, but who's to well, say? Well, I mean,
0: even across the board, Starfire is like, they just have her be whatever age they need <laughs> right. to be for, yeah, yeah. for the comic. Uh-huh. How much cleavage do you want her to show? Okay, she's yeah. 30. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, uh- uh,
1: look, my space age is definitely legal, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fine.
0: Um, so Teen Titans, uh, this is the I guess the second issue of this story. uh uh-huh. um, Damian Wayne has recruited uh, Against their will Beast Boy, Starfire um, Raven Raven and uh, the new Kid Flash
1: Now there's two Kid Flashes now, right?
0: Uh, there is Kid Flash And then I don't know what Wal- Regular Wally West calls himself
1: okay, He might be Impulse He might be just Yeah, he's not Impulse he's okay, right. who knows, Yeah, but yep. it doesn't make any sense <laughs> I
0: don't think that You just can't linger on those kind of things No, it doesn't make any sense That there are two Two Flashes both called Wally West In mm-hmm. the world Yep um, But you can't Get rid of one of the few black characters that you introduced in Fifty Two mm-hmm. without uproar, and yeah. this is kind of understandable. You uh, also
1: can't introduce a new black black character without uproar. uproar yeah, but, it's, uh, it's a lose lose situation. Yeah. Uh, so uh, keep DC white. That's what I say. Oh god, no, I'm, ki- no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Please either edit out that whole bit. <laughs> no, no, we're or kidding. don't edit out the part where I said I'm kidding. No, we're
0: we're a very work podcast. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Especially when it comes to comic book readers. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Teen Titans, number one, uh, is uh, basically Robin has kidnapped all these guys. Mm-hmm. The, the first issue of this was just him, him kind of taking down and kidnapping all of these members one by one. Uh-huh. Now he has them all together. Would
1: have been nice to see, but all right, put that in your, <laughs> your prior... As, as a reader of a number one, why put that in your first <laughs> you issue? Exactly. Put it in... Uh, oh, also,
0: they, they don't even do recap pages. They yeah, do right? Recap pages.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: so they're all kidnapped and uh, Robin kind of reveals that the Look, reason I get the con-
1: Look, I get the context cuz they're all tied up but yeah. give me something. So he's
0: he's revealed that while he was able to take them down one by one mm-hmm. now that they're all together and able to escape they were able to team up and take Robin that's down. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. And in doing so he's uh, proved to them that they work better as a team.
1: He's a very smug Tim Drake. He's the This is this is Damian Wayne. No, that's oh, what I, I mean. Like, he's oh, right. the, he's the he's, the, he's the, cuz that that I feel that's how are you
0: pro Damian or, or anti Damian?
1: I was anti Damian up until this, right? At, into, literally this. I don't know. Maybe it's because he's a teen now. It's like, fun. He's- as a precocious tween, I hated his guts. <laughs> um, but this, I'm, I don't know. You know, it might it might actually just be the character design because he looks great. It's like a nice stylized look. Yeah, and he's got the he's got the the Batman. Uh, like the pagoda shoulders like the hooked shoulders up the i don't know i just i just like this design
0: now, so maybe i 'm back on board yeah, I think this is a this is a really really fun series um Benjamin Percy is also riding um the green arrow run, which i've mm-hmm. hated okay and dropped off um so i wasn 't sure about this, but like i we really enjoyed the rebirth issue, and I really enjoyed this issue too like it's just it 's just fun mm. and there's not you know they have to team up now to uh to defeat um uh, Damian Wayne's grandfather, who yep. is Rachel <laughs> Uh and Rachel Gul has. Uh, we'll do a little spoiler, and this we spoil comics sometimes. I was just wondering about that. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's not so much a spoiler, but uh-huh. uh, the 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 end reveal of this is that it looks like Rachel Gul has his own Teen Titans.
1: He does. He's got his own little Superpowered League of Assassins, and I suspect that one there is maybe a, a clone maybe a of Robin. I was going to say a teen girl that maybe he could fall in love with. Oh that's, right, that's my that's my guess there.
0: Well, I know that we know that. uh um, Talia um, Al Ghul um, has many clones of, okay, right. of Damian Wayne, so uh-huh. I could be one. Of, okay, be one you're of his right. Clones. Okay, gotcha. But they've they've done that to death. Right, right. right. Clone stories don't really aren't really beloved uh, in the comic <laughs> book community. I
1: don't know what you mean. I mean, sure, one did cause me to quit comics for like ten years in the nineties. You know but- that
0: Dan Slott is doing a, a clone story now. Yes, but that's a big event. Wow, okay. They, and they've brought it's- back potential like they're not actually clones, but like when Stacey is back. Yep, I, yeah, that's And Ned yeah. Stacey is back. And, yeah. um wait, is not is it Ned Stacey? That's no, the show Ned and Stacey. You <laughs> think of Ned and Stacey? <laughs> what was Captain Stacey's name?
1: Uh Captain Ned and Stacey. Yep, Captain Ned and Stacey. Look. <laughs> what even happened on that show? <laughs> look, to get an apartment, she needed wait. No, to get a promotion, he needed a wife. Right. To get a life, she needed his apartment. Ugh. So what the hell? They up and got married. That was Ned and Stacey. Wow. I love it.
0: Bring that one back. I Re- love that d- sh- Ned and Stacy. rebirth. I love that show. <laughs> um, best comic ever worst comic yeah, I ever? I'm going to say best comic ever. It's yeah. been
1: very positive so far. Well, I'm
0: actually, we, we do. A listener asked us to start rating the uh, number ones oh, yeah. at the end of the, the First Things First segment.
1: Uh-huh. And what have you decided? You, have you decided on a rating? Not system? rating,
0: sorry, like a, like a scale of what best to worst. Okay, right. So I
1: feel you should come up with something. You, you need a you need a branded monetizable rating system. So if you want to come up with like a like
0: a, I'll, I'll, I'll enlist your help for okay, that. Okay, cool. So you like you it, can yeah. own part of it.
1: Great. <laughs> um, yeah, Dan Slot though, uh, in terms of a clone saga, look it. it I've recently seen some clone stuff that I'm I'm on board with, and I loved uh, Dan Slott did a, a run on the Thing. Yeah, several years Dan ago. Dan a very He also yeah.
0: did uh, some of the first comics I ever read, uh, Red and Stimpy. Oh,
1: wow, he wrote right. a great deal of those, yeah. and they're awesome. No, um, I have I would have absolute faith in, in and, uh, that. Superior
0: Spider-Man for all of the uh, controversy it caused at the time is an incredible. I one like that a lot, well. actually. So, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I so mean, f- it, yeah. I mean, they Marvel then did like a whole run of other Superior things, which were perhaps not so great. Superior, superior
0: Foes I'm, of Spider-Man is excellent. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, they're kind of... I mean, uh, you, you, you could say that even though it's not called Superior Iron Man, the uh, infamous Iron Man, which has doom taking the mantle of Iron has Man... Has that, that it, started? Yeah, started. Okay, right. First issue, but fucking my, Brian Bendis is writing it. So it'll be like a good first issue. And then you'll suddenly be like, why am I fucking reading this? <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a Facebook group that you can join called facebook.com slash uh, group slash serious issues podcast. And uh, in it, someone asked us... Uh, if you could remove any two characters, any any character out of the DC universe and out of the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. um, who would it be? And so lots of controversial statements. People are saying Nightwing. People are saying Wow, I would not say Gwen that at Stacy. all. Stacy. People are saying yeah, I would neither. But I said uh, DC Jim Lee, Marvel <laughs> Brian Bendis. <laughs> Oh, and uh, we'll end that discussion now. Uh, yeah. So the last DC book uh, number yeah. one was uh, Vigilante. S- Vigilante. How do you say? It? I was add a little bit of flair.
1: Where are you from originally? <laughs> Sydney. <laughs> okay, right. Okay. I was. Well, I was going to say Vigilante would suggest uh, maybe Adelaide. Right. But, uh, I, I'll just say Vigilante. I'm not. am not a fancy man. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh,
0: Vigilante. Southland is the name of this comic, and yeah. it is written. Vigilante's back, baby. So tell me about Vigilante because I have not had much experience with the character. Clearly, I didn't even realise that Jerry Conway, who we read earlier, was the creator of him. Well, uh, well,
1: Vigilante. I mean, he he the the original Vigilante was like a was a cowboy western kind of character. I'm not just hugely familiar with him, but in in the 80s, Vigilante was he was a man named Adrian Chase. He was uh he was a, a a city prosecutor, like a he was a lawyer as a prosecutor, and it was that era where. Criminals were constantly getting escaping the law via you know tiny loopholes you know in, in warrants and evidence and what have you. So he decided to take the law into his own hands. He put on the suit. He grabbed he grabbed some weapons from the eighties like nunchucks and throwing stars and and big old guns and he just decided to just mow people down. It's yeah, really something. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, enjoyable. Look at the time. Sure, yeah. uh, there was a there was a lot of leaping through like corridors while he was being attacked by. Laser nets and stuff. It was pretty great. Look, but it, 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 since then, I feel vigilante is it's DC like flipping their chair around and straddling it like a cool teacher and like rapping to the kids about about what the is urban, up, like, yeah, yeah, what yeah. is up in the real world. Like the the previous season, the previous version of vigilante to this, I believe, was a because it, we've we've long we've long gotten past you know uh, criminals getting away via a loophole. So instead he decided to like kill like corporate villains. Yep. You know, who who were above the law. That was his that was so and and now he's like, okay, now I'm gonna now I'm gonna fight. Who's he fighting in this?
0: Well, I mean, so yeah, this is uh the the, the vigilante in this one is a is a, a a black janitor working in uh in South Los Angeles. Yeah. He's somewhat of a go nowhere kind of dude, but has a yeah. really uh strong willed activist girlfriend. Yes. And she gets fridged. She
1: absolutely does get
0: fridged. Yeah. Oh. I and I, I mean, it was like, oh, I'm not going to like this comic because yeah. uh, she she basically is killed by a shadowy organisation. And she
1: was the previous vigilante to some extent, I guess. Oh, right, yeah. Is, is, that, is... is that implied in this, in this? I don't know. That it, it, narratively,
0: oh, was kind of hard to follow. Yeah,
1: like I feel maybe, or maybe, because he doesn't become the vigilante. Spoiler alert, he doesn't become the vigilante in this issue. It's all sizzle and no steak. There's some fridging. Uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, I, I get. Maybe he ju- he just finds the suit and he's like, "I'll adapt it to the the costume or what yeah, have you." Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, she's she's an activist. Um, she she's encouraging him to be less of a stoner, slacker, do nothing kind of she guy. She was getting
0: on me for not being, all Spike Lee or some shit. Yeah. Also man. swearing in a DC book, you guys. Wow. Well, yeah. Not. Or a fun rare. Haven't
1: started out. That's actually yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, this is written by. Um, a, a Carrie Phillips, who I'm not, or Gary Phillips, who I'm not familiar with, and uh, drawn by Elena Casagrande. Oh, um, yeah, I, I would compare this a lot to um, Deathstroke, which, uh, mm-hmm. as far as like kind of a, a slightly hard to follow narrative, um, that uh-huh. you know crime story that follows like jumps from character to character and mm-hmm. doesn't really give much in the way of kind of narration as to what's going on. Um, I'm gonna stick with it for another issue. I, I I was really really irked by the fridging of the girl, even though yeah, she right. was. I don't. I mean, like I just you know there are so many fucking examples of like you know the girlfriend dying and then inspiring her their partners yeah. to be a hero or be more heroic. Um, yeah. And the, the the fridging term comes from Carl Rayner's girlfriend. I remember getting killed reading that issue stopped. in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's. Were you work then, or were you like yeah, oh, part of the course?
1: <laughs> I was. No, I wasn't. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think I wasn't. I was like. I think I was. I wasn't like as enraged as i would have been now but i was like i was definitely like am i supposed to care about this this woman who's existed for two issues yeah who's who's just been like hey welcome back to the house honey we we you know we live together we're we're a couple you never see it but right yeah and then and then just yeah Then she was yeah Major Forster showed up and twisted her about. It was there's no
0: there's no fun. Did you read Blackest Night? I'm pretty sure that like the fridge comes back. As, oh as no! As, like like she's it's like a fridge. Oh no, all, fridge all Black the, Lantern.
1: Yeah. Fuck. Oh no, that's wow. Leave it alone, guys. Yeah. That's yeah. That, my first my first Green Lantern issue I think was fifty or forty nine. Right. One where um, Hal Jordan goes insane and turns into Parallax. Oh, awesome. Which I feel was a great. <laughs> Back then was a it was a great turn, mm. but then I don't know. I I just wish he'd stayed a villain. I wish they hadn't yeah. felt the need to. That, that's again, that's that's something that irks me about DC is that. P, and, it, and I I know it comes from a place of love where people grew up loving reading how, about Hal Jordan, and then they come up to the point where they, they're they're going to write about Greenland, and Hal Jordan isn't in the mix, so they're like, well, I've got to just bring him back to where he was. But and he's and,
0: exactly where he was.
1: He's still yeah, right? the same character. As, yeah yeah uh, yeah. Mm.
0: Um, I, I actually there's that stupid event that kind of brought him back. He kind of after he was Parallax, I don't know, it's called like Zero Hour or something like that.
1: Uh, Zero Hour was the one that he was behind Zero Hour, but he was, I think he was still a villain after right. that. I, I something after that, that yeah, like, it
0: makes no sense, but I can't. Yeah, liked yeah. It. Uh. Um, it brought the Justice Society back. Brought the Justice something? Society yeah, back. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that, yeah. And that only led to good things. So. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. Like in speaking of Green Lanterns, um, Alan Scott he became Guardian. He wait. Sentinel. He, he evolved right. into Sentinel. And he had a cool new look. He, yeah. had a, he had a nice kind of late 90s look and it was great. And then, then in Justice Society, Jeff Johns was like, no, I don't like, don't like, don't like having a, this fresh guy. And, and there was just one panel where he's like, I'm Green Lantern again. <laughs> and he, he, spoke, he spoke his name in the Green Lantern font. Look, I'm a big fan of that, but yeah, I do. I'm a big fan
0: yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, so, Vigilante, Southland, uh, fan? No fan. Best
1: comic ever. No, I'm going to say film. worst, worst, worst comic ever. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan. Oh yeah, and the ending is so bad. It's just just a <laughs> inexplicable explosion. <laughs> to is be he, continued. Is he going to survive? Oh, what if he didn't? What if issue two is just a funeral? And, and
0: and then I guess there's no vigilante, and then crime is rampant. The or, end.
1: Or is there though? Um, I remember we. Uh, Many episodes ago, we spoke about the Imp- uh, Impact Comics, which was all, all the old Archie superhero sort of revamped to DC. This was yeah. many, many years ago, and we had a character called the Black Hood. And he, and he, before he made his debut in his own comic, it was like he'd appear in like all the other characters' books and just, you know make a huge uproar. And it was like coming in three months, it's the Black Hood; coming in two months, the Black Hood; coming in, you know next month, it's Black Hood number one. And then in Black Hood number one, he was shot in the head and killed, and he was replaced by some newbie. And I was like, that is. My twelve-year-old mind was like, "That is, Wow Shakespeare has returned." That happened uh,
0: recently with uh, Action Man. The uh, oh, sure, the Action Man dies in the first issue, and then you have like a new young guy training to be Action Man. This
1: is this is IDW. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Action Man, the, the British G. <laughs> GI Joe. Yeah, that's right. Okay, wow.
0: Who is also in the GI Joe universe now? Yeah, that's so right. Yeah. Why isn't just GI Joe UK? I don't know. Um, I was actually unfortunately I wasn't able to pick it up because I wasn't out on the shelves before I had to leave to get my flight. Right. But uh, I was going to make you read one of the uh, there's a big uh, IDW <laughs> the, toy just the crossover Mayhem crossover. crossover. Yeah, 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 it's
1: it's the Transformers. It's Rom Space Knight. He's yep. back for some Mask, reason. M-A-S-K That's right. Yeah, the Mobile um, Armored Strike Command. Yeah, the, okay. Uh,
0: Micronauts. G.I. Joe, Transformers. What a motley crew. And Action Man. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, insane. All right, maybe. I, I started, it started out great, and now I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> right, right, right. Who are any of these franchises? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of franchises that maybe you read when you were a kid. Yeah, but I was just thinking that, yeah. Bloodshot was one of uh, the most popular characters at Valiant. Um, a, uh, like a mercenary.
2: They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: ...who has nanites yep. in, his, in his body, that, so he can... He's basically like Wolverine crossed with... Uh, like dead, sh- uh, Deadshot. I guess.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Like
0: he can regenerate. Yeah. He's, he's no. He's Wolverine and the Punisher together. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Even, uh-huh. You Even said they had a crossover comic earlier. Yeah. Year. But uh, yeah. So this is Bloodshot USA, mm. written by Jeff Lemire, drawn by Doug, Brant, uh, Doug by <laughs> dug by Draw Braithwaite, drawn by <laughs> Doug Braithwaite. Um, and uh, this I read a really great comic. Put out in this new Valiant universe called The Valiant, which uh-huh. is written by Jeff Lemire, Matt Kint, and drawn by um someone who is fantastic, that you did a lot of really good Spider-Man stuff. It's not important. <laughs> um, uh, but that was an amazing introduction to this iteration of Bloodshot, mm-hmm. um, and Jeff Lemire has written an acclaimed run since that point on Bloodshot. Mm-hmm. And now there is this kind of... I'm not sure if this is like an, an event comic or just a continuation of uh-huh. the story. Yep. But uh, basically, similar to Spider Island, in <laughs> that all, everyone in New York got Spider-Man powers. Yep. All of America We've has all been, got bloodshotted. We've all got be, all been bloodshotted and uh, everyone's got nanites in their blood. Except yep. the nanites are making them go crazy and kill everybody. Yeah. Um, what did you think?
1: Look... <laughs> Everybody I know has recommended uh, Jeff Lemire to me. Mm-hmm. I did not love this. Mm. I thought it was very by the numbers as far as and look uh, and, and and from what I can tell, he's got a lot on his plate. He's doing a he lot does, of books. So, so he's
0: got two books at Valiant. Yep. He's got Black Hammer over at Dark Horse, which is fantastic. Uh-huh. He's got Descender over at Image. And yep. he's just announced another title that he's doing at Image. Uh-huh. He's so doing
1: he's, Moon Knight as well? Moon well, Knight, did.
0: which is great. Yep. He's writing a terrible X-Men comic. <laughs> great. He's writing a terrible X-Men event with <laughs> well, Charles Soule. That's Sewell, good. That Death is good X. to know. <laughs> and he's um, uh, about to start drawing yep. a, um, a comic with Scott Snyder at the okay. Vertigo. So he's so, a writer-artist Yeah yeah. Well, huh. that, all of his first books Were, were oh, written drawn by and drawn Oh Sweet Tooth That's one of his right? yeah. Yeah, yeah Okay Essex County Is one of my favourite books Of all time mm-hmm. uh, Underwater Welder Is excellent um, he, He's done you know he, he's, uh, His Animal Man run At DC Was mm-hmm. one of the best things To come out of New 52 great. So he's a great writer but I just think he definitely stretches himself too thin The run on Bloodshot Is like I was going to pick up The, the first few trades And catch up on that uh-huh. in, in time for this But it's hard to read You know Hundreds of comics a week Sometimes Yeah yeah Uh I just yeah, I was I was underwhelmed by this too. I felt maybe a lot of that has to do with the fact that we haven't read the run leading up to this point. Yeah, they yeah, they do yeah. a pretty good job of kind of getting you up to speed.
1: Well, that's the thing. There's a there's a recap right at the start that that sort of gives us all the main players but it also essentially summarizes everything that is going to happen in this book. Yes, So it's like weird. okay, we're going to see this character and this character's going to appear and do this and blah 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 and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm I'm up to speed going to read this new thing and the everything plays out exactly as I was told it was. Maybe it's a printing error or something. Yeah, like maybe this is last yeah. this is this for next issue or something? That too, actually. Look, yeah, look, I I am a little I, I was a big fan of Valiant back in the day and Acclaim Comics when they they rebranded. I was a big fan of um for a while Shadow Man was sort of a um he was sort of a suit and tie kind of factotum know it all who yep. who ran a radio station. He had a yes. talk back radio show and then he would fight demons look sort of after after he clocked out and I was a huge fan of that. There was a there was a two rock Shadow Man uh, crossover that was It was, right. it was yeah, yeah. super fun and dumb. Uh, and so I I'm like, and I hadn't seen any Valiant for for years and years and I checked at Harbinger and Harbinger Wars, which I was mm-hmm. a big fan of. Yeah, and well- I'm like okay, well, if they're committed to quality, this will be great, but it was just okay. Yeah, the
0: the Valiant, which is written, drawn by Paolo Riviera, yep. who is an excellent, excellent artist, and that's part, part of their appeal. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be fantastic. And yep. It's a great read. It's an mm-hmm. incredible story. And it is you know, it is a big action event involving yep. the entire Valiant universe coming mm-hmm. together. Yeah, This is similar to that. I feel like Lemire's Ryan is so beloved because it hasn't been so, like, you know, Biff Bam Pow, but right, I feel right, like right. he's been building up to, you know, you've got to do the big action event. Right, yeah. And I feel like this is
1: just him just kind of phoning in an action event. Yeah. And it didn't feel... I, in terms of art, it's... it's no, it, I really did not like this art. Yeah, event. and it, t- if you're going to build to a big action event, I, I want just, just dynamism and just incredible... Well, th- this, this looks like a Valiant comic from the 90s. Yeah, it's confusing... And everybody's, very sketchy. Everybody's got a lot of pouches. Yes. Ninjack is
0: back. Surprise, it's me, Ninjack. Ninjack, back, baby. Yeah. Uh, best comic ever, worst comic ever? No, I'm going to go with the worst comic ever. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm ashamed to think so too.
1: And it will remain the worst comic ever forever because there's nothing that could possibly be worse this week. <laughs> oh, no, look, what's under that? So oh, no. I
0: already have a bunch of listeners that have been like, please read Wolf Cop number one this week. And you paid money for this. Uh uh, so yeah, this is um, uh, the new Dynamite um, yeah. adaptation. Because did you see the movie of Wolf Cop that came out years ago? No, it was like you know, like a kind of oh, well, purpose, purposefully B grade, uh, low oh, budget okay, right. kind of movie that they're making a sequel to. Well, so. I,
1: I didn't know that. That that sheds new light on it a little bit. It does look, it does look very much like a like a Kung Fury kind mm. of Danger Five, and some of that's good. But like. We've assembled this by committee based on what the internet wants. Yes, yeah, so we want a werewolf. We want a, We want a cop. We want a,
0: You know. Yeah, this is uh, written by Max Marx and art is by Arcana Studios. That can't be a good sign. Yeah, is that a, is that a, for one. That's a terrible name for us to give. It, yeah, to give but give also that,
1: that feels very. If nobody's laying claim to it, I feel that's like the Alan Smithy of. Yeah, of, of comic art. We. So, I don't want to. I don't want to say this is mine. So I
0: mean, you, so not even you didn't even enjoy this on like a watching a really dumb schlocky kind of reading a dumb schlocky kind of. Not
1: really, and maybe that's because if I'm watching a dumb schlocky movie, I don't have to think. Yes, yeah, I sure. can just stare, and it'll happen in front of me. But this, I have to actively, <laughs> read. actively get into the yeah read. Ugh.
0: So there are two blokes driving through America. Yeah, um, they're clearly on the run from something. One of them is a cop, and he's been drinking heavily. <laughs> um and then they get the 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 engine breaks down and, and then suddenly they get attacked by a biker gang who like I don't know like who who are cannibals. yeah. And they've been and they've tied up a bunch of girls and um suddenly the cop starts throwing up as the moon comes out. Uh oh. And then uh He's probably
1: allergic to the moon, guys. <laughs> he's a, war- oh, he's a okay,
0: Sorry. Yep. He's a wolf cop. And uh he destroys most <laughs> of the bikers. Yep. And then, He's like, bulletproof-ish. Yep. Or he can, can get shot and then regenerate. Yeah. Possibly because of nanites, I don't know. It's probably nanites. <sighs> There's a, a nanites. lot of gratuitous boobs. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of gratuitous blood and, and cannibalism and yep. ridiculous shit. A lot of people have lost limbs, yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if this... I mean, this absolutely appeals to a certain kind of comic book reader and they probably love the shit out of it. I guess so, yeah. The more discerning comic book reader. However. Oh, that's
1: right. Mm. <laughs>
0: uh, is there anything you want to say of this before I slap a very obvious... Uh, Rating on this? Nah, it's fine. Do you want to do the honest?
1: Uh, uh, worst comic ever. <laughs>
0: yeah. Sorry, Wolf Cop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe it's a, a an exact representation of what the movie movie was, was like. like. Exactly, yeah. So maybe
1: you know, maybe Pig Guy is, uh, is a he's a throwback to something. Maybe maybe that's how we all imagined Pig Guy was going to be in the Wolf Cop movie. Yeah. But they didn't have the budget, and that is that is just that's 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 primo Pig Guy. But no, it's no good. Yeah, <laughs> trash. Now, Dynamite. Do they do sort of? Do they do sort of ex- a lot of properties that are sort of so intended to be? Much. It's 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 branded properties, and it's also stuff like we're going to make this as a comic as proof of concept, so we can make a movie. Is that kind of?
0: Oh no no, it, mostly it's just brand, like a oh, license, just random. license like bizarre licenses. You're like, oh really? They're making like okay a, right? Or like bringing back all the... They did a Betty Boop comic. That's recently right. And- they
1: did Django Zorro, right? Uh, Maybe They have Zorro Okay right yeah
0: So the Django Zorro was a cross between Vertigo Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. The Django license Right right And, and uh, Dynamite have Zorro mm. Yeah they, look Dynamite definitely do a few things But uh-huh. I think across the board Dynamite gets the worst reviews on this podcast <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Because we are reading every at the very least every new number one that comes out each week And they put yeah. out a lot of number ones each week
1: They should should have learned shouldn't they <laughs>
0: Just put your best foot forward Just put. Just start with number two and, yeah. we, and we won't read
1: Even that logo Ugh.
0: The Dynamite logo, it's just, you don't like it's, it?
1: feels a little cheap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Did they do King's Watch? Which was yeah, the... Yes. I quite like King's Watch, yeah, which yeah, was yeah. the um, King's Feature Syndicate, the Phantom, the Flash, Flash Gordon, Lothar. And uh, the Magician. Mandrake the Magician, yeah. yeah the magician. I quite like that. As a, I don't know. Prince Valiant. Oh, yeah, that's
0: right. Everybody's in it. Yeah. Um, they ran a second season of that, which I... Read some of. Okay. And did not finish. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that is the end of our segment, first things first. Uh, Mesa, you got somewhere to be you want to stick around while no, I, stick I, around. I review oh, a bunch well. of comics you've not read? Yeah, let's do that. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, before we do that, um, Siobhan, who regularly co hosts this podcast with me, sent me a recording of uh, the books that she liked most this week. So let's take a listen to this now and we'll be back very shortly.
3: This is Siobhan talking to you live from uh, King's Comics. As per usual, while Levin's is away, Enjoying himself on tour, I'm going to give you my top three picks for this week. Um, Honourable mention goes to um, Saga, issue 39. Great issue. Saga's the best. You don't need me to tell you that. Um, Surgeon X, issue 2. Also um, a compelling continuation of that story. I'm still I'm a little confused um, by a few parts, but I'm mostly 80 to 90% on board, and um, Wonder Woman issue 9, this is the next issue in the Liam Sharp illustrated um, story arc, some great romance between Steve and, um, Steve and Diana, which I love, it's so nice, so, um, honourable mention for that as well, but my official top three picks for this week are, uh, Teen Titans issue 1 by should have looked up his name first assets by benjamin percy and john boy myers on story and visuals and art um, and colors by jim charalampidis hmm that was incorrect i'm sure um i really like this as a new start to a new teen titans run it's really fun and punchy um the colors are great the art's really sort of cartoony it feels very cartoon networky there were some good gags i like this team i'm into it um also, Wonder Woman, the 75th anniversary special. I got the Nicola Scott cover, obviously. Um, there are some incredible little short stories in here which really celebrate the the different sides of Wonder Woman, the myth, the legend. There's some incredible... Um, Uh, previously unseen sketches by Brian Boland from when he was doing the Wonder Woman covers in the 90s which I think are worth the price the cover price alone you get um, a little little article written by Lois Lane an interview with Wonder Woman which was very cute and funny you get a little excerpt from Renee DeLiz's awesome wonder woman run like there's there's some awesome stories in that so I, I really enjoyed that um but probably i think my favorite um book of the entire week was nighthawk issue six this is such a superhero heavy week for me um god what a what a it's disappointing that this is the last issue of this series because it's just been an absolutely brilliant book and it's it's disappointing to see you sort of feel like they had to wrap things up a little quickly um but what an ending holy moly um really really enjoyed it ramon the lobos continues to be one of the most exciting young talents i think in um working at marvel and i'm yeah i'm sad to see this go but it was a brilliant ending to a brilliant series um so those are my picks for this week i look forward to hearing uh what levin's has to say
0: thanks so much to everyone for sending those through uh, i hope you're enjoying your life not touring with uh the greatest musical act of our generation. <laughs> uh, Levin's back again. Nick Meso's still here. Still here. And uh, he's now going to listen to me rant about comics that he hasn't read yet, spoil things for
1: him. That, well, you just you just handed me the, uh, the final issue of Nighthawk, and, yeah. and you were like, check out the last five pages and only the last five pages. And you know what? They were good, but now... <laughs> Where am I going to go with this? No, the
0: story to get there is as good as the story Okay, great. Yeah. Story it ends. looks great. Uh, so now comes the time for us to review the rest of the books that we read this week. As I said at the start of the show, I didn't get my full amount. I think I only read like 20-something comics this week. What a lightweight.
1: Uh, there's the window. Yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> I actually managed to, uh, onto on, on the plane, and you know it's, mm. it's annoying that I didn't get the full run because I would have been able to read everything very quickly, mm. um, but uh, I've managed to read... Uh, about 700 pages worth of Love and Rockets comics. Oh, wow. Which is a good, no mean feat. <laughs> digitally or is there like an Digitally, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, man. I, I, yeah. I, I, here's my, my hierarchy of reading comics. Singles. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love single issues so much. I think they're the, like, they're the best way to read comics. Uh-huh. Nothing's more fun to me than opening up a bag of, of all different comics, like little yep. glimpses mm-hmm. into little different universes and whatever. And also just collecting an entire run of singles and stuff. I love that. Yeah. Uh, then digitally. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just for pure convenience sake, I love taking in my iPad on holiday, binging an entire run of something Mm -hmm. as easily as possible. That's great. Yes. Then trades. Mm -hmm. They're fine. They're a great gift. Uh Trades are good. Absolute lowest rung though. Omnibus.
1: You're just a a hardcover.
0: I have three. Yep. And I have not read past Mm -hmm. like the first two issues contained in those Omnibus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they suck
1: Yeah They're And it's so often big. Poor poor page quality Just uh, Where would you place Alan Moore's Million word novel Where would you put that
0: <laughs> That transcends Doesn't All Doesn't it art. though Yeah mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm not gonna ever Even think about reading <laughs> Me neither that. I can't wait for Zack Snyder To do the film adaptation of it <laughs> <laughs> The million second movie Yeah so good. Um, all right so now it's time for the most beloved segment of the show uh flip a coin for marvel or dc Oh, okay yep (laughs) but i want to rig it so no matter what we say um uh, i'm talking about marvel first so Mm -hmm. heads is marvel and tails is marvel great are you gonna catch this one yep beautiful catch
1: Oh, it actually is heads. Oh, great. So that's Marvel. Marvel. Great.
0: Perfect. All right. So, the reason I want to talk about Marvel first (laughs) is uh, the most exciting uh, comics this week for me were the endings of two comics that we have loved and the comic that I grew to like more and more and more. uh, So, the, the. of course, I we'll talk about The Vision by Tom King and Gabrielle Walter, which we talk about pretty much every single episode of, of Serious Issues. Uh, I even spoke about it earlier, uh-huh. so I uh, think uh, so. Nighthawk, which uh, Siobhan mentioned as her favourite comic of the week. Uh, issue 6 was the final unfortunate issue of this great series by Kevin Walker and uh, Ricardo Villalobos. Um, and finally, um, The New Avengers, number 17, by Al Ewing and um, uh, somebody in Medina. I hate it when they put the front the front cover page with all the info except Paco, Paco Medina. There we go, um, man. This was like the most batshit insane comic
1: in a good way,
0: in an absolute good way. Like right. it, it was hard to read month to month uh-huh. because you're like, oh, wait, what happened? Who are all these characters? Right, right. So like the the cast of characters yeah, just to, just to sell you on a, this. Yeah. Oh, this is a roster that changed constantly. Great. Right. Um, so is Sunspot?
1: Sure, of of the. Uh, a mutant, mutant sunspot. Yep. yep. Um, Songbird. Sure. Okay. Cannonball. Wait, thunderbolts. Yes. Yeah, thunderbolts? yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah yep. Okay. Right. Cannonball. Also yep. from the new movie. Still immortal.
0: Uh, maybe. <laughs> okay. Great. Good on. Now, good on him. Uh, Wiccan. Yep. Sure. Squirrel Girl. Great. White Tiger. Yep. Although by arts. the end of this run, there were two white targets Yeah. Um, one of whom was possessed, the other and, and, and uh, now isn't. Um, power Man, but not that Power Man. Oh. So not Luke Cage. A different this, this Power is a, This is Victor Alvarez, who gets his power from cultural artifacts.
1: Wow. Just just taking a play, or, yeah. or just go to a nice museum, and yeah, exactly. And, wow.
0: Um, Hulk, Hulkling. Yep, mm-hmm. From the Young Avengers. Are Hulkling and Wiccan still a couple. Yes. Great. Um, <laughs> Bless. Pod, who is someone a, a girl who lives within a robotic suit.
1: Oh, I've seen a picture, but I can't. yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, rescue, who is sure Pepperpot? Uh, no, Tony you Ho. Rescue- I don't know who Tony is, uh-huh. but uh, so she has pink hair and she's been she ha- has a, a rescue unit. Uh-huh. Um, Doctor Positron, <laughs> don't know who that is, and Warlock. From the New Mutants Wow The most confusing There's... to read Like when Marvel yeah. were like Hmm DC I have a character called Bizarro Who is impossible to read Yeah The dialogue of it And it gets really annoying yep. What can we do that could be Way more annoying than that Yeah yeah Have, have you read, ever read Warlock
1: No he's the He's the He's uh, Legacy Virus He's the cyborg Yeah He's, he's all just Yellow and black and lines. Yeah, that's right. He um, looks he looks s- amazing. I don't think I've seen a dialogue box. That's um, how I'll, I'll try and
0: find uh, some dialogue. He said, "Here we go." He's, at one point, he turns himself into a plane. Oh, great. Uh, it's great. Yeah, uh, uh, self and my maker think self friends can't compute self oh. enemies thinking. Oh. Colloquial statement. Back at you, creep.
1: Oh, I hate it. <laughs> hate it so much. But worst comic ever. <laughs> Sunspot looks great though. Oh, so look, this is,
0: and then the the, the villains are like Dum Dum Dugan. Um, what? He's yeah.
1: a, what? He's back and he's bad.
0: Well, he's like, but the robotic version of Dum Dum. Oh, he's a life model decoy. Okay, and right. then the maker who was the ultimate um, universe is Reed Richards.
1: Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um,
0: and then uh, also, uh,
1: Eternity's making an appearance there. I think. Uh,
0: looks like Eternity, but yeah, yeah it's uh, it's a be- all kind of stems into why Reed Richards exists oh, in this right, universe right. still. Uh-huh. Um, and then, uh, of course, you've got John Garrett, who uh is just an old Shield. Character. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Yep. Yep. But this was just like, <laughs> did,
1: uh, did Warren Ellis create him? He's a he's a big fan of just a whole superhero ter- team, and then oh, there's Pete Wisdom, there's just <laughs> some guy. Yeah.
0: Um, but this was like just a really great wrap up of just a completely insane. Mm-hmm concept and, yep. and it just got weirder and we're Oh wait, this wasn't actually the final issue this is kind of it's almost the final issue uh-huh. the, the next one is r.i.p. new avengers oh, wow. so there's one more issue of this i shouldn't have grouped this in with the final issues but you'll forgive me right yeah, mate, no, so? absolutely um
1: i'm nothing but forgiving
0: i think i'm just like i i, I talked a bit of shit on this comic a few mm-hmm. months ago like okay. what the fuck's going on in this comic? this is stupid yep. and it actually came right around and this is one of my favorite comics that marvel put out wow. in this generation so there's, seven, there's gonna marvel be
1: 17 18 of these uh, there's, there's yeah. a civil war it says civil war 2 Tie it's in a tie-in.
0: It, it's been a very vague tie-in, basically because okay. Civil War Two revolves around. Oh, by the way, I've got a Civil War Two review, so we can Super complain duper. about that. Yeah, really soon uh, Civil War Two review revolves around a inhuman who can predict crimes. Uh, crimes, Ulysses, uh, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, that kind of tied into this. In okay, a way. But, anyway.
1: so, but I can read eighteen issues of this, of this without any other context, probably. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're right. Right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, provi- you kind
0: of know who all those characters are. Yeah. So I'm, you'll be fine. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah, it's a lot of... I mean, it definitely stems out of uh, uh, the Avengers books before this run. Mm-hmm. So, all of John Hickman's Avengers yep. stuff kind of got Sunspot and Cannonball to this level. Yeah. And uh, Sunspot ends up buying AIM. Okay. So, this is him. He turns AIM into something good. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah uh, I really like this run I don't know why, why I spoke about it first But I could be talking about The Vision Issue 12 of 12 By Tom King Gabrielle mm-hmm. Walter And Jordi Belair On Colors This is the story About uh, This is the story Of a lovely robot <laughs> Who Ooh. is living With three robot children Of his own um, So he creates a wife And two mm. kids And yep. then they and in turn a dog um, Sure I don't want to spoil Any part of this story For yep. anybody It's great I just just know that I've spent we've spent every single issue just talking about oh, yeah. how heartbreaking every single episode of this show how heartbreaking and, and uh, you know just compelling this story is. On paper, it sounds ridiculous. Yep, like boy does it. Yeah, v- vision moves to Washington and, and creates his own family, um, but it's it's kind of like it's a, it's a it's a commentary on like middle America life mm-hmm. or, or like you know Washington yep. like like a like suburban American life. And then it's a commentary on the Vision as a character and all of his history comes into this. So uh-huh. as someone that I'm sure has read, like, you know, Kurt Busiek's Avengers yep. run um, and everything before that too, yep. like, it, it does a lot of referencing old Avengers events and it's uh-huh. constantly talking about how many times, like, the Vision has saved the world. Sure, yeah. and um, And then, like, you know, by stopping certain characters, maybe that even include that, that the number is far greater. Sure, just yeah, Just because yeah. he's yeah he's he stopped other instances of the world being destroyed, uh, and then yeah, uh, you know, and robots disobeying their programming. Sure, yeah, it's
1: awesome. Is there and you you don't have to spoil it. Is there is there any kind of. Angry X in the form of Scarlet Witch. Does she make an appearance? Or uh,
0: she absolutely makes an appearance. Uh-huh. Angry X is not how I would uh, uh-huh. how I would describe her. Yep. There are angry other people from from uh-huh. visions past yep. that that fuck up the their, their lives uh-huh. beyond repair. Wow. Um, okay. uh, mm-hmm. And there's it's it, it, it's a I I welled up in this wow, final okay. issue. Yep. Um, there is a really really affecting moment a mm. moment of absolute beauty between two robots <laughs> that I did not think would affect me the way it did. Uh-huh. But uh, this was. This is as close as you'll get to an absolutely perfect comic wow. coming out through mm-hmm. one of the big two. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't have to tie into events. Yep, it had the twelve issues. Uh-huh. It was like an HBO series. You know what right. I mean? You have your eight episodes or your six episodes, and then uh-huh. that's the story over. Yeah. Um, this was. This was like this. I, this is going to be at the top of every single best comics of twenty sixteen yeah. list, uh, and it deserves it.
1: I, great. I feel the the question is how long until it's all undone? Well. <laughs> Who's going to die first? Uh, Which of his loving family is going to die first?
0: I mean, a lot of them uh, uh, may have already. Oh, Um, Mm -hmm. so uh, but but his daughter Viv Vision is a member of uh, Champions. Champions, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Look, there are some absolutely heart crushing moments in this run, especially in this final moment. But they managed to end it on a really warm note. Mm -hmm. And I have to give a small mention to I love it when a creator wraps up a run and then writes a like a farewell letter and a thank you to everyone for reading. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, in the case of Nighthawk, which you're about to talk to, it's bittersweet because mm-hmm. that didn't end on his, on the creator's terms. Gotcha. Whereas this one absolutely did. Tom King is not only saying goodbye to this book, he's saying goodbye to working at Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's only written The Vision for Marvel, but you know he's now exclusive to DC. So he's basically, he, he kind of thanks the fans and he, he kind of makes a mention. He's like, you know, I know whenever someone does a, a farewell like this, they inevitably just, you know, you have to read this kind of like by the numbers, thank mm-hmm. you to the creative team. And obviously I thank them. Yep. But- more than anyone else, I want to dedicate this to my wife. Right. And then goes through this amazing, like, run through of, like, how, like, she's basically been, because she was able to work, he's been able to, you know, he he used to work in the CIA. They, they, <laughs> they met in law, law school. Wow. And he didn't become a lawyer. She did. So, he, yep. she was working and... And he became, he was in the CIA. He was working in Baghdad for a while. Mm-hmm. He's and, and uh, there's another book that's of his that's ending next week called Sheriff of Babylon, which is another one of my favorite comics. Tom King, best writer of the uh-huh. year, calling cool, it. Um, but uh, he basically says, and, I, and as a dad with a yep. you know who's very supportive of my wife because she is in turn me, mm-hmm. like it meant a lot to read a really beautiful dedication yeah. like that to, to 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 someone's partner. So uh, fam, yeah. recognize fam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So, um, I would, I would love to hear his life story yeah. in comic book form. Well, I mean,
0: in a way, he's kind of... I know that there's a slight biographical nature to yep. Sheriff of Babylon. Okay. It's certainly at least thematically based on his experiences yep. um, over there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I highly recommend that book. Right. Unfortunately, ending uh, the first season next week. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, but luckily, it's going back soon. And the artist, Mitch Jarrett, who's awesome. I think you'll love his art style. He's going to move over to DC for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and do the next Batman run, which Tom King is also writing. Right, so, okay.
1: All right, I'm on board. Yeah, Tom
0: King is really, very, very good. If you have any window into comics, Tom King. Um, finally, uh, Nighthawk, uh, issue six, Kevin Walker and Ricardo Villalobos. This, uh, I mean, look, Siobhan mentioned this, This, and I just made so <laughs> read the last five pages. This has been an amazing you know, commentary on what's going on with black lives matter mm-hmm. with uh you know police shootings in in america's particularly chicago where this book is set night hawk is a you know a black vigilante character um who uh you know has, has his own moral compass mm-hmm. that's slightly different he's not quite the punisher yep but he's certainly not batman um yeah yeah and yeah. Uh, and this kind of you know dealt dealt with corru- like police corruption and and uh every like just like you know street level heroics Yep, mm-hmm. uh, and you know who, who do you take down? How do you help your community? Right, yeah. Uh, it was fantastic, and the ending, especially when you know that like this isn't like this isn't necessarily the end of what was scripted. Like, sure, you know, right. Kevin yeah. Walker probably has like multiple issues of this in in, in ready to go, but uh-huh. it ends on like it is the most like
1: ugh, kind it's of frenetic. It's kind of it's
0: yeah. There's there's an incredible uh, series of what. Eight by eight by four panels yeah, yeah. Over, across two pages mm. of just a brilliant, vicious action scene between uh, Nighthawk and the um, antagonist of this story, um, and then a really really dark ending that <laughs> yeah, just right, like yeah. and and there's there's no fucking uh, there's no thank you there's no thank <laughs> no no thank you for letting me write this book page wow. in this in this from from David Walker, uh, so man. <laughs> what it really really i just didn't read anything for a few issues for a few for a couple of minutes after wow, yeah. finishing this issue and just let the uh that final image on on the last page sink in mm. um you know it's one thing to be very violent and gory but to actually do it
1: right yeah you're absolutely on an right yeah. level is mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah this, this has been an incredible series and again when it get, all gets collected in trade 100% gift it buy it for yourself cool man very good book yeah uh, looking forward to, I think uh, yeah, David Walker has another comic coming out called Occupy Avengers. I think he's the the writer of yeah, that. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, and I, I think Nyahawk is going to be in that some cool, some way. So his story with Nyahawk is not quite over. Let's quickly talk about Civil War Two. What do you know about Civil War Two? Brian Bendis, David Marquez.
1: Well, look, uh, I know a little bit, but I know, look. The Bendis rule that, that that I know you ascribe to, which is the first issue is great and the rest is not. Yeah. So, I've, I've, I've got that. I know there's uh, Ulysses the Inhuman. I know it's Captain Marvel versus Iron Man. Mm. I don't know who's who's on whose side here.
0: So, they have through, like, because they haven't even waited for this event to finish before put bringing champions and, and, mm-hmm. and a new Iron Man book out, we kind of already know that Tony Stark dies. Yeah, right. So, we've already seen Hulk has died. So, yep. they, David Banner is dead. So huh. Bruce Banner is dead. Um and uh, and War Machine, um Rhodey is dead oh he's too. dead as well that's right yeah, yeah he didn't died in, he did, he died in the free comic book day issue <laughs> brutal yeah <laughs> um and uh, you <laughs> you're know, not even worth a no, buddy exactly. Uh, No, exactly no all these issues are fucking four ninety nine 99 this is like Marvel at their absolute worst
1: but look at that cover oh feel that cover yeah yeah mm. beautiful premium
0: um the story this this I mean like it just keeps getting worse are they
1: Alex Ross covers.
0: Um, yeah, I'd, I'd assume so. Oh, actually, no, I don't think these ones are. No, actually, Mar- Marvel are good. Is, they definitely yeah. tell you who does the cover. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll find out. There is there is some um, Alex Ross in here. Um, Marco Dejervic. Okay. Right. Thanks for making me pronounce that. Um, <laughs> so basically, this left off, um, they all get a vision. Everyone gets a vision of mm-hmm. Miles Morales killing Super... Uh, killing... Um, Captain America. Uh-huh. And then they're like, he's pulled his heart out there or his balls. Yeah, he's something else. Very, very, very gruesome. Mm. Uh, and everyone's like, that's so out of character for Miles Morales. <laughs> that's not something that he would do. And that uh,
1: definitely has to be him, that man in a mask. Yeah. It I certainly know. couldn't be anyone else in the so, world. So,
0: um, yeah, exactly. I God, I, yeah. So, uh, it's not
1: like we live in a world where you can, people can change shape into anything and yeah. cast illusions. It's definitely Miles Morales.
0: So, uh, This is basically like just like another boring back and forth between um, Iron Man's side and Captain Marvel's side. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone kind of leaves Captain Marvel on her own. And then um, it turns out that um, this issue ends with Miles Morales in Washington, which is where we saw him kill Captain America. Where's it going to go? But it's not necessarily Miles Morales, as you said. It's just someone in a suit. I don't know. It's just like this is such a slow moving crap event. Uh And there are so many out of character moments um, like, T'Challa, who has in, been in the Ultimates with... Um, Black Panther has been in the Ultimates with with, uh, with Captain Marvel, uh, decides to leave Captain Marvel's side. Uh-huh. And um, there's just, like, this super shit moment after he's done so where, uh, like, Captain Marvel says, like, I can't believe you were married to her, him, Storm. Mm-hmm. Like, it, there's just, like, it's so... Girl! It, yeah, yeah, it's so... There's so much... Awful shit in this in this
1: book. Captain Marvel's got a great haircut, though. Let me, let me yeah. tell you that. Um, who are the Ultimates in this universe?
0: Oh, it's it's, it's the Ultimates book, um, which I read an issue of this week. I think it's coming up in the stack. Um, uh, the Ultimates has been great, um, uh-huh. and that just, that just finished their their. But it's first not the Ultimate two. Universe. Ultimates did somebody else? Yeah, so it's Captain Marvel, um, Black Panther, um, uh, blue Blue Marvel. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, America Chavez.
1: Blue Marvel's like
0: Reed Richards.
1: Plus Superman. Yes. And he's black. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I wonder where that issue is. It's somewhere. I, I guess I can talk about that now. It, it ended. It was satisfying. Great. That's, my, that's my review. <laughs> They're going to do a second season of it. Uh, unfortunately, not with uh, Rocafort on art, mm-hmm. which is, he was one of the best things about the book. I wonder where that comic ended up. Um, somewhere in my luggage. Uh, you know what? You, you, you talk for one second while I have a look at that stack over there.
1: Okay, great. I'm. So good at this, guys. Just uh, look. There's look on my show. Occasionally, one of us will go to the bathroom, and there's definitely not just me panicking. As uh, look, there's edit points. I'm no. I'm fine. Hey, you're
0: fine. Thank you. Thank you. for Great work there. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> know. I don't know where that issue went. It's somewhere. Um, and uh, maybe maybe more issues will go missing later on. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was good. It was a lot better than Civil War Two. Issue six was. Um, and I think that's all the Marvel books I read this week. All new, all different. Avengers was a book about <laughs> Thor. Uh, written by Mark Wade going, uh, and Andy Kubert, She goes to talk to... Who's the guy that watches everything? Heimdall. And uh, Heimdall <laughs> tells a story about like the original Old Avengers, um, him letting them go into the future to take on Doom, but then in doing that, they doomed themselves to be doomed oh. by Doom. It's in the name, then, man. What were you thinking? And then, uh, yeah, it's a pretty cute little one-shot.
1: And it's a lot of it's sideways. So yes, which so is fun. A fun little thing. Sideways comics are yeah. great.
0: Uh, so that's what the Marvel book's done. Yep. On the other side of the coin now, DC... A uh, whole bunch of DC books Are you reading any You, you, read, you read Rebirth Number one right
1: uh, Yes I did Yeah uh, What are they doing with that
0: uh, So a lot of what's, the themes uh, what's,
1: th- what's what's uh, Dr. Manhattan up to These it's days very, It's very very slow on moving. There. We haven't really seen Right <coughs> Do you feel like Maybe that's something They're just going to abandon And not No no it? I
0: think they were Just really working their way up to okay, it Okay right Okay mm. Like, it, the complete opposite of Marvel in that DC don't really do events at the moment. They did that uh, Forever or Evil a few years ago, but yep. that's been about it. Huh. Um, so, uh, I don't know, where, where can we start? Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. number nine. Um, is, uh, so, Wonder Woman at the moment is split up between um, every even issue is a year one story. Okay. Which is drawn by Nicholas Scott. Everything's written by Greg Rucker. And then uh, the odd issues are, written, are, are drawn by Liam Sharp, and they are the current, present-day gotcha. stuff of, of Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. But they're all about Cheetah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um and uh she's actually been cured of, uh, of, of cheetah disease. Yeah, yeah. And there's also there's also like it's also cheetah like origin story stuff in uh-huh. the, in the early issues as well. Uh this uh kind of is about because Wonder Woman was obviously seeing Superman mm-hmm. uh in the 52 universe right, yeah. but still the now same he's universe. He's dead.
1: Yeah. Well, that yeah version 52 of him. Superman's dead,
0: yeah. Uh, and now now this is like bringing back the relationship between her and Steve Trevor. Uh-huh. Um it was a really sweet sweet issue. Um and uh this is just a great run. Cool, um, Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it's not a great run, Oh, so. no. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> and I still read it every single week, but even but though I know the, it's never going to get better. But it's in the Zeitgeist Le- Levens. You have to read it. Look look how cool they are. Look how many pouches he's got.
0: So, Suicide Squad number five. Yep. Um, the biggest problem with this one, written by Rob Williams, he's writing um, one of my favourite books over at Vertigo at the moment, uh-huh. which is called Unfollow. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically, in order to keep Jim Leon, on, uh-huh. uh, they basically... Uh, the first twelve pages of this book uh-huh. are the actual Suicide Squad story. Yep. So they're still double shipping. So in theory, in actuality, Jim Lee is drawing a full comic book a month, Every month which right, is yeah. great for him. Uh, I don't like his art, but you know, I understand that he sells books. Have you
1: always hated his art?
0: No. Okay. I just think it, I, I, this style of art, this overly sketchy, you know, very nineties throwback. This art. does,
1: yeah. That we've got a we've got a man with a gun. That that feels super generic. He's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where uh, do you think I, it I, fell, I, Where do you think it fell apart for you? Um, hush, yep, same. Yeah, yeah.
0: Hush is, I think, one of the. I mean, that's just two creators that I used to really, really like. Uh-huh. And every that 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 was the book where I was like, oh, I don't think Jeff Loeb is a very good writer. Oh, <laughs> I don't think Jim Lee is a very good, like, like they're yeah. good, but yeah, mm-hmm. they're not for me. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, um, yeah, I like yeah. But we'll, no, is, we'll not get into hush. But oh, but uh, so, uh, Captain Boomerang is dead. No, <laughs> he, he got roasted by liver, by, liver, liver. by Zod. Wow, not Livewire and, uh, and Amanda Waller now has. A, a, an imprisoned Zod and uh, Rick Flag does not want her to revive Zod to put him on uh, the Suicide Squad team because mm. that's too much of a liability. Yeah. We also get a weird little backup story about a new new character called Hack, who <laughs> great can, can hack everything. She she essentially can like ingest information, mm-hmm. um, and so she hacks hacks uh, what uh, a Amanda Wallis. Yeah, I know, right? What a hack! Yeah. <laughs> um, you ever been a fan of Hellblazer? Of uh, John Constantine,
1: um, from time to time, the, a lot of the Garth Ennis run I read.
0: He's actually Garth Ennis, and and Steve Dillon has been doing the covers for it. Has been um, doing a, a series called um, Six Pack and Dog, oh, and Dog Welder, Welder. Which, which builds out of section eight, eight which is part eight of Hitman, Man, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it's you know it's pretty it's dumb Garth Ennis, which yep. I'm not necessarily a bigger fan of, but. um at the moment, they're doing this hilarious story about how ridiculous Hellblazer, how ridiculous yeah. John Constantine is, as part of the DC universe. And yeah, right. Like him just like it's like I don't understand why DC allowed it to happen because it's him just like <laughs> making fun of DC yep. for basically castrating uh, Hellblazer, Hellblazer and putting him in a spacesuit.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, 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 I don't know. Like, I was always, I was always a huge fan of Hitman uh, the whole run. Yeah, and man, see that that's a character that got a. A full arc and a yeah, an you know, endpoint. Yeah, yeah.
0: How so, great! Also, a great, great mo- issue of JLA where he goes to audition to be. That's a right. Of JLA, to, to j- be in the JLA, just, just, just to see Wonder, just Wonder Woman
1: naked. Yeah, man. And there's that. Um, yeah, I mean, Garth Ennis completely goes back and forth. Like clearly, he hates a lot of superheroes. You know, mm. you, you think of the boys, or there's that episode of Hitman where he teams up with Green Lantern, and it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's that episode where he, um, there's that issue rather where he. Has the conversation On the roof Superman. with Superman oh, Which man, is incredible Yeah, One of the best Superman moments I've ever. always has. I guess he did it in the early days But has, has he Has Garth Ennis recently done a book Where it's just people talking Like real people Having a chat Because um, I would love that There are
0: He did a Dynamite series Which is like Almost like his take on like a sitcom Okay I, I wasn't a massive fan of it Maybe I'm um, wrong then Yeah yeah his, I mean his war comics Are probably my favourite yeah, mm-hmm. And he certainly does a lot of those still yeah. Unfortunately they're always with like You know very bottom rung artists Mm um, but this is the Hellblazer issue number three by Simon Oliver and Moritat on art. Um, so this this uh, book is really winning me over. It's taking a lot of uh, my favorite elements of the, I've read all three hundred issues of the Vertigo run of Hellblazer, wow, yep. mm-hmm. um, and uh, some of my favorite stuff um, came in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember, the, the the creator is escaping me right now. He wrote a lot of um, uh, what's the one about. You know what, it's, it's on, this, on this book, we'll find it later yeah, um, <laughs> But whatever, it, 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 it's taking a lot of stuff from the Warren Ellis run of Hellblazer mm-hmm. You've got this character Map, who is like a guy who has like the map of the city He kind of is the city Yep um, And uh, you've also got another character, Clarice um, uh, So like a lot of classic Hellblazer elements being brought into this universe um, John Constantine reads a lot more like his Vertigo self Rather okay, than sure. like a mm-hmm. shitty magician in the yeah. DC universe And uh, yeah, the Art by Moritat is, is, is great um, It looks like uh, It's going to become Constantine's duty To protect Swamp Thing uh-huh. In this And they're, yep. they're always A fun pairing so. Yeah absolutely Yeah uh, they,
1: That's that's where Hellblazer got his start right That's, that's right the, Swamp uh, Swamp Thing, Brilliant right, yeah.
0: Animal Run And of course Chaz is in this Do you know about Chaz From Hellblazer Chaz the, the taxi The yeah, cab driver right. yeah. and Is he alive or dead now He's alive Yeah yeah
1: Yay <laughs> Was he Shia LaBeouf In the movie Was he Shia LaBeouf
0: Oh fuck I didn't even see that I didn't realise He was in the movie
1: Yeah you see yeah. I think it might be Shia LaBeouf
0: Was he doing a British accent
1: No, nobody does a British accent. Oh, really? Is it full
0: American? Oh, god, is it that bad? It's
1: not bad. Look, it's not Hellblazer, Mm. but as a like as a supernatural kind of stylish, kind of fun film, it's not bad. Right. So,
0: see, I would so it's funny. Like my priorities, so I would so much like prefer to read an entire run of a comic series that I don't, I know isn't good, Uh than see a bad superhero movie. Uh Yeah, I don't know why movies are just so different to me.
1: Have you seen any of the TV series? No It is no good right. uh, Maybe 20 minutes in And I'm like nah
0: TV I have the most problem Catching up Like yep. keeping up with
1: Yep Shia LaBeouf Chaz Kramer There we
0: go Yeah right Terrifying <laughs> uh, You know one of the best DC books that's come out of Rebirth Is Detective mm-hmm. And I almost gave you this But I thought maybe you would get, Have no idea what the fuck was going on
1: No I get it His parents uh, are dead
0: um, <laughs> Detective is uh, written by James Tinian and the Fourth And art by Alvaro Martinez And it is, has been about An original uh, Like a, a, a new formation Of a group Led by Batwoman, mm-hmm. um, featuring um, Orphan, who is now... That, that's what the name of Cassandra Kane is. Right, okay. Uh, then you've got Spoiler. Um, you've Stephanie got, Brown, yep. Yep, uh, mm-hmm. Tim Drake, who is dead now. Oh. Oh. Or not actually. He's in a secret, maybe possibly weird dimension that no one knows about. But Great. everyone thinks he's dead. Um, and... Uh, um, and now it now looks like they're going to bring in Batwing, um, because from Batwing, Africa. Yeah, that's right, yep. he, and he's the son of Lucius Fox, I think. All right, or related good. to Lucius. Oh, Fox. he's the second Batwing. Okay, I'm yeah, on yeah, board. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, uh, Clayface is uh, is on this team too, huh. and he's like trying to do good, and he actually has some of the better moments on this in this in this run. The art's fantastic. Ooh, who have we got in the, who have we got in the case there? It's a brilliant, brilliant. Um, uh, that's fantastic And it's a, it's a yeah. great team mm-hmm. Yeah And yeah. and it's It's just like, It's like one of the best team books Happening right now I kind of wish that they had Like their own kind of Cool name Sure yeah um, But it's I mean I, I've always loved um, Kathy Kane yeah. um, uh AKA Batwoman mm-hmm. um, And uh, Wait is that her name?
1: Uh yeah. she's Kate Kane Kate no, I think, Kane Yeah yeah,
0: yeah It's like Kathy Kane is the original the old one, woman. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this is a uh, this is just a really really good book, and they're, and they're they're doing some crazy crazy That's things solid. with it. That's not it. No, I don't. There's a, there's a new team of people that are that are coming after them, and they're there's mm. some they're like they're called the victim Syndicate, uh-huh. who, all people that have whose lives have been badly affected by f- the actions of Batman. Mm. So uh, yeah, they're doing some great stuff on this. It's it's really fun book and balancing a lot of stuff. Um, less successful is Bat Girl by uh-huh. um, Hope Larson and Raphael Albuquerque. She's
1: still hipster Bat Girl, I can see. She's still a Bushwick, which Batgirl. I love a lot. I I think I
0: think her, her outfit is great. Her too, her yeah. costume, sorry. Uh her costume is fantastic and um it just it looks practical, it looks cool. You can um, cosplay it quite easily. Yeah, and I was really excited about this book. This team up I really like Hope Larson, Goldie Vance is one of my favourite books of the year, but I just find this book just really pedestrian and, and slow and, okay. and, and quite boring. So uh yeah, uh not not loving Batgirl, unfortunately. You're right, Batgirl. Um she's basically kind of going doing a a tour through Different parts of Asia, uh-huh. and um, there is a bigger mystery at bay. But yeah, every every uh, every issue she's in a new. That's a great splash. Asia, oh, the art from Africa yeah. Afri- Albuquerque is is faultless. But uh, yeah. the story is just it's just slow and not very early to me. A shame. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, backpacker backpacker girl not so fun. Not so much. Finally, Action Comics. We mentioned it earlier, um, Dan Jergens. So I'm just gonna try and I'm, I'm gonna review this. Not so much review it. I'm enjoying the comic. That's all you really need to know. This is a really fun run. Uh, do you know about how convoluted and insane the Superman-
1: I'm aware that he was in hiding in California mm-hmm. while the New 52 was happening. Yep. Uh, and I know he has a son. Yep. That's all I and have.
0: And Lois Lane is with him too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, not only has Superman died from the New 52 universe, but Lois Lane has died too. So, oh, wow. Lo- so it's one f- thing for Superman to, re- for to replace Superman, but now Lois Lane oh, <laughs> is infiltrating to replace- the old Lois Lane's life wow. to become- that you know, this universe that's is Lois Lane. a fun little wrinkle. Yeah, it, it's really fun.
1: Is it? Oh, so it is fun. So it's, it's really way. fun. Uh, it
0: and meanwhile, Lana Lang is a uh, superwoman. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she has the power of um, the old Superman within her, but it's very destructible. Uh-huh. And that's how Lois Lane died. She also got the power and then she died. Oh, so see, we right? don't know what's going to happen to Lana Lang. Um, there's some fun stuff going on in this. It's book. Uh, it's, it's it's a fun book. I just, right? said, I just said it's book. Um, so that's DC books. I, I know that you you've got somewhere to be, so I'm going to no, no, try no, and no, speed please. through these. Uh, I read I read I only read two books that weren't uh, new that were DC or Marvel books this week. Normally there's way more, but uh, Saga chapter number thirty nine. It's it's the book that's impossible to review without spoiling. So I'm just going to say, yep. it's still great. I'm way behind. Don't say a word. Okay, great. No problem. I will not say anything. Um, it's great. That's all you need to know. I mean, everyone reading it knows it's great and it still is. Uh, there's an incredible letter section. Do you get it in single form or do you get it in trade? I get it in singles. Yeah, because it's one of those books that you should definitely get in singles because right, yeah. the letters section is is incredible. All of BKVO ones are. Um, finally, this is a book that I'm looking forward to selling you on. This is Alien's okay. Defiance. Uh huh. And it's written by Brian Wood and the art's by Melbourne's own Tristan Jones. Um, and uh, it's out through Dark Horse and uh, it's. One of my favorite books of the year. Yep. Are you a big fan of the Alien franchise?
1: <laughs> I am a huge. I'm a bigger fan of the Predator. I was. I was going to say the Predator franchise. How much of that has been good? <laughs> Look, I'm a pretty, no, I'm a pretty big fan. I, uh, it's a shame that a lot of it descends into just ridiculousness, so Prometheus, and etc.
0: This is so straight and 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 limited in its scope, and great okay. because of that. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know when you have an enormous sci-fi universe, it's almost more interesting if you give yourself constraints to mm-hmm. work within. Yep. and so this is set before Alien. Okay A friend of Ripley's mm-hmm. Who is a a black marine A female black marine Who gets injured in her first day of combat mm-hmm. um, And then she's in a brace And she has so much to prove She and a um, an android um, Is what they're called in this universe? Uh, yes it's Like the equivalent of whatever Bishop was
1: Yeah um, hmm. uh, Synthetic maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah uh-huh.
0: um, Who he's, he's restructuring his programming So he can feel more human Uh-huh uh, they are stranded together and, and they discover aliens for the first time. And uh, it turns out that, that uh, um, the, human, the human army are coming to basically try and take a sample mm-hmm. of the aliens to turn into some kind of weapon.
1: Oh, humanity. You'll never learn, will you? Um,
0: And uh, there's just like, you know, so in order to save the human race, they work out that they have to basically take out her yeah. fellow soldiers. Yeah, okay. And uh, it's so fucking good. Yeah. And now it looks like one of uh, someone that they've recently encountered uh, has been impregnated with uh, alien eggs. So, I mean, I don't really know what happens after that happens. Yeah, just nothing. Nothing to the stomach, at the very least. Yeah, they'll be fine. So yeah, aliens are fine. It's like you can tell, like the art looks so good, and mm. it, it's it's a, it's a really really great yeah story that doesn't yeah like Prometheus shit does not interest me whatsoever.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's that's some great art. That's, yeah, Tristan that's, Jones. Yeah, Melbourne. He reminds me of Lionel Yu Yes, absolutely He's still doing What's he doing? Lionel
0: Yu basically does Like the odd event um, at, okay, uh, right. at Marvel Okay um, he, he pretty pretty much High profile Oh, you know He might be drawing Star Wars at the moment Oh, great um, Yeah So, yeah that does um, look incredible. All right, I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Alien, Aliens, Aliens Defiance. Defiance, okay. Brian Ward's had a really good year. He had Briggsland, um, another Dark Horse book that's yep. been greenlit for a, for a TV series already after only three issues. Wow. It was, before it even came out, it was already greenlit. Yeah. So that's a really great book too. And he also has another one called Black Road through Image. That's like a, a Crusades, Viking-y kind of comic. Cool, man. <laughs> really, really good fun. Um, cool. That is the end of, cool. uh, of the reviews. Um, I'm going to tell you a couple of books that you should pick up next week. Um, they are a couple of brand new Marvel books. Hello, it's called uh, the Unworthy Thor. Very good. So, do you know why uh, there is a female Thor?
1: Uh, I is it it's it's his love interest whose name I can never recall. Natalie That's Pullman. who it is. Yeah, yeah, it's Jane Foster. Yep.
0: But um, the reason that she is Thor now is because the hammer deemed. Basically, uh, the uh, Nick Fury Senior whispered something in Thor's <laughs> White ear. White Nick Fury, <laughs> yeah, uh, as as known by, as known by on the internet. Uh, he whispered something in Thor's ear. And, is he still trapped on the moon? Uh, I don't know where Nick Fury <laughs> is anymore. But yeah, he's he's the Watcher now. Yes, that's right. Yeah, um, but uh, Thor. Basically, for whatever reason, is unworthy mm-hmm. to hold the hammer. Yeah. So he is no longer Thor. He's he's just known as the Odinson. Okay. And so this is finally we, we like the last we saw him. He was like trapped at the bottom of the ocean or something like that with the Ultimate Universe Thor's hammer.
1: Oh wow! Which is very fun. Yeah.
0: And this uh, this book picks up his adventures, and hopefully, we find out what he learnt that made him unworthy. Mm. Uh, we also get the aforementioned Occupy Avengers title, which mm-hmm. I'm more excited about than the regular Avengers title, <laughs> which also launches uh, this week. Uh, we get the final issue of this season of Sheriff of Babylon by Tom King and Mitch Jarrod's, which uh, if you've been reading, you should be very excited about. If you've not been reading, you should be very excited about buying those <laughs> trades and they come out at the end of the year. Uh, Only Press are putting out a cool, really cool looking um, book with a very unique art style called Motro. Uh, Issue five of the best comedy series of the year. Do you know what this might be? It's out through DC through their Hanna Barbera imprint.
1: Oh, uh, it's not. Well, it can't be Scooby Doo Apocalypse. It's <laughs> the fucking worst thing in the world. <laughs> yep. uh, oh, I'm sure I can get it. Is it the Flintstones? Yeah. Yeah. The
0: Flintstones, far and away, like it. It, it is baffling. Yep. How that comic got to be as good as it. There's is. a lot of it's a it's Steve Pugh who did the um Pooh who did the art on um on Hitman is the yeah. artist on it,
1: and it's, it's it's a lot of social commentary, right? <sighs> yeah, it's, it's, but brilliantly, yeah. brilliantly
0: done. It's written by um, Mark Russell, uh-huh. who was recently interviewed on iFanboy, about his how he got his start in the comics, and it's a really really amazing, entertaining listen. A very unique start in yeah, comics yep. that that will make a lot of uh, would be writers jealous, uh-huh. um, and. Uh, Mark Russell is also writing, he wrote a book called Prez a while ago. Like I remember, yeah, it was, a, it was a
1: reboot of one from the 70s. It was about a young yeah, girl yeah. who becomes the president. Yes, yeah. and,
0: and unfortunately that only end, that ended after six issues, but he's uh-huh. getting a chance to wrap that story up oh, great. in the Catwoman election special coming out this week. Uh, so I'll be picking that up too. Uh, we also get the fine, like it's, it's been gone for so long. Um, Jason Aaron and Jason Latour's book, Southern Bastards, one of the best books of a couple of years ago, is finally getting a new issue. And hopefully they're going to be on uh, you know a regular release schedule yep. after this. And finally, one for you, Meso, uh, Big Trouble in Little China with Escape from New York, number two. <laughs> yes, good. You buy that one. The one comic you'll buy. <laughs>
4: oh, this is going to be great. Can't wait. <laughs> like. So uh,
0: thank you so much to Meso for joining us today on uh, Serious Issues. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. You can hear him uh, alongside his co-host, Mr. Sunday Movies, uh, on um, uh, The Weekly Planet, the weekly yeah, Planet, uh, which iTunes. you can find on iTunes, and there's a website too, right? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Just try theweeklyplanet.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, you can follow him online at wikipedia brown that's the one yeah uh, anything else you want to plug you got coming up uh, you did some weird cool little bonus episodes yeah, so we, what, we, right. do a, we
1: do a in addition to the weekly planet we do a On if you go to Mr. Sunday Movies YouTube channel I'm going to plug that He's got, he does some great stuff on YouTube uh, we do a little uh, we do a little sub podcast called Caravan of Garbage where we look at some old some old uh, comic books or, or TV shows or movies and we just sort of pick them apart and mm-hmm. the best part is on YouTube uh, we have some great people sort of animating some of those so we might we've talked we talked about a real a great uh, Luke Cage comic book from the 70s and they've just put some great animations to the panels and it's it's, it's great it's awesome. great, It's great work
0: yeah. there's a, a new Cage book did you see that, 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 that's yeah, finally it's, come it's out it's kind of a throwback one, yeah idea. it's pretty fun yeah Sweet Christmas gets said more than enough times. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for joining us. You can find uh, Serious Issues online, facebook.com slash Serious Issues Podcast. Again, please join our group and join the discussion about the episode or any comics that you would like to talk about. It's a fun group. Uh, It's uh, facebook.com slash group slash Serious Issues Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Serious underscore underscore issues. Serious Issues and Serious underscore issues was taken, very unfortunately. And you can't fit Serious Issues Podcast in as a username. It's too long.
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pitch this to you. Serious Issues 69. Yep. Oh, ah, yeah. very good. I love it. I
0: think probably, I'm think i sure that's taken.
1: Absolutely taken.
0: <laughs> uh, and you can find me online at LevDog, l e v d a w g on Twitter and Instagram. Come and say hi. We love hearing from you. Uh, you can even send us an email to Serious Issues at kingscomics.com. Thanks, everyone, at Kings. And thanks to Nick Mason for joining us this week. Absolute pleasure. See you next week, guys. Stay serious.